You think, you think, oh shit, the music's still playing. Oh no, that's bad. Oh well, let's hope that we don't get killed by copyright bots. Was it like a bad volume ratio or was it like, okay, do we have to like restart for the sake of the video? You let us know, people watching this video. Um, <laughs> we at the beginning. <laughs> it's way better that we got that. Normally I hit the fucking pause button. Chris, you can't fix this in editing. Chris Crumb, shout out the editor who popped up in chat. Yo, um, yo, he hit me up the other day, actually. I had a combo with him. He's, he's a cool a, dude. He's a he's cool, dude. cool dude. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're okay. It's whatever your later album mixtape shit. Hopefully, you don't have crazy samples and we talked over it, so we find. Nah, hopefully. I know that that, <laughs> I that, know that, Adele, that <laughs> Adele sample at the beginning of that project definitely would have been a flag for the the YouTube people. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, man. That's a project I made when I was in Toronto with Mark Jordan, and uh, oh, we'll we ended up collaborating with a few people. That's fresh, though, now that you're doing um, that. But, yo, if you did go live on Twitch, I know you think I'm kidding, but I tell everybody the same thing. I mean, saying as a guy who goes live on Twitch, go live on Twitch and literally do the most regular shit. Like, make a beat and cook. You think people don't want to watch that? It's not true. People do want to watch that. People, like, will, like, fucking do homework with their kids while you make beats and cook. It's the weirdest shit to me, personally, like, really? at a practical level. But then there's donations. And then there's like, yo, and you're already, are you with DistroKid? Yep. DistroKid and Twitch have a partnership right now where like you can fast track to affiliate as long as you got some small numbers. So you can already start off monetized, ready to jump, upload the little meticulous this, that stickers. Now you're doing the sticker game on the internet. Twitch is litty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot of fun though. I gotta say though, this whole honestly, everything that I do is 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 I got a lot of love for it, man. Like, you can't be doing this sort of stuff if you just like it. Big facts. I mean, you, you know, if you just like it, or or or, or the only other way it would work is if you already have like if you're already backed with funds. Mm. You know, that's the only other way it would work. If you don't, if you don't already have funds, and you don't love it. It ain't gonna work for you. You ever watched a project die because of poor money mismanagement? Yep. I don't think many is enough. <laughs> many. Many. I've watched many. You're right. Um, You're right. I would argue sometimes getting funds prematurely is not the move. I have not really done a money chase because I wanted to make sure I had a 10-year strategy with real like ROI potentials and shit before I went down that path, to be honest with you. Because I watched a lot of people get like investor money. And then I saw what happened when you fuck up investor money. And I'm like, oh, that's like way worse than going bankrupt. You know, like you, you then owe yeah. some people some shit and they're not happy with you. And they're really but yeah, then it turns into a big issue. So it's like, yo, before like making moves, sometimes it's good to plan it out. But we can talk about all that a little bit later on. That's definitely where I think this conversation ends up because it's, it's just how it is. Like, well, yeah, because I have, I have a couple gems on that topic right now that I just uh, I'm, I'm a judge somewhere important now. Mm, that's super. So that's what we're going to we're going to talk about that. I think, though, we should go back to, like, being, like, 19, 18. I don't remember what you were doing then, but let's say you had finished Seja. But let's just pick it up you, or whatever. You're in Seja okay. land. Let's just, like, warm it back up. Okay, let's, start, let's start with after high school. Okay. Okay. So that would that would bring us back to about 2000. 
that was bringing that would bring us back to 2001 2002 times mm. okay um, yeah i know time stamp the whole thing <laughs> no, i already knew how old you were from the last time but sometimes you just yeah. remember it again nah it's good I'm like okay what was happening of that year okay so boom um i get uh, i i end up going to adult ed mm. and i go to cartier okay and i end up meeting a few people there everywhere that i go i end up meeting people and i end up keeping them in my life you know like there's a there's a couple artists there's a couple artists that I met there. There's a couple uh, couple close friends that I still have from there. Went to Cartier, did my thing there, and got my my high school diploma. There's like a um, fair ton of like like a lot of West Island rappers end up there. Like that's an interesting yep. hub, right? Like I don't know if people mm-hmm. know what Cartier is. Like I was in I went to Abbott. So. Adult ed- yeah, adult adult education. Yeah, and, like it's all the way in Beaconsfield and shit. Like it's like far away. Yeah, but anybody who's the, the, the next closest one is in Saint Laurent. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? So anyone who's where you're in the West, back then, to be honest, exactly. Anybody who's in the West Island, you're going there. Right, right, know? right. Were you in the West? So, huh? Were you in the West at the time? Yeah, yeah. I went to Lindsay Place at right, that right, time. Right, right, right. I, I graduated from Lindsay Place. Okay, okay. I remember yeah. That right now. Yeah, and so. Uh, Went to Cartier, met a lot of people, got my high school diploma, and I started, and I went to uh, I went to Dawson for one semester, and I that wasn't my that wasn't my thing. But I met a lot of people there. I met a lot of people there, like the um, hip hop people that were at Dawson. Yeah, because I yeah, got killed at that then, time. It was like everybody was at Dawson freestyling and whatnot. They had they had contests and competitions at those times. Like you're like what you had because um, you know the rappers don't I talk had, on it that much, you know. Well, yeah, well, you know, I mean, listen, this is the roots, man. Like, they might not even remember it all. They'll expand that a bit. They might not remember it all. They had a, for example, they had a a one week that was, like, hip-hop week. So you had, like, a day that was dedicated to Um, uh, D-Boys. Like, the breakdancers and and all that shit. You had a day that was dedicated to people who do graffiti. You had a day that was dedicated to people who freestyle. Um, you had a day where DJs came in and they spun. And then I had brought, when I was there back in 2001, I had brought on the whole beatboxing because I was a big fan of Raz L. Mm. And so I went, I went eight shit for the beatboxing. And that I'd also done when, when I would be like making beats. So that would help me like come up with ideas. Mm-hmm. So she would beat. It was fun, man. She would beatbox and then flip that into making beats. Yeah, you know what it is? Like, I would beatbox, and because, look, when you're a rapper, you could freestyle, you could come up with something on the fly and be like, you know what? I'm going to write this down. But as a beatboxer, how are you doing that? So I realized, quick, fast, the voice recorder on your phone. Right. So, you so be- I, that's, how I, that's what that was it for me. I was like, I was married to the voice recorder. You know, my mom would tell me sometimes, yo, I would be beatboxing while doing the dishes. <laughs> Boy, stop spitting on the dishes. Like, mom, I'm not spitting. There's no spit goes, mom, I'm good. Trust me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had a, it was, it was fun, man. It was, it was fun. Uh, after doing the, the Dawson battle and the freestyle on the freeze that week, a lot of people were like, yo, you freestyle. I mean, you beatbox like really good. And then I was like, yeah, thanks, man. Like, 
it was really uh that really showed a lot of people like that little aspect of me right you know then um i ended up meeting frost i ended up meeting lost one i ended up meeting uh a few people there and those relationships allowed me to meet other people later on okay. like because those guys are tied to a lot of people for example so through those two alone that's why i always i always have respect <laughs> for both of them you know like we've never had any issues no just no there's never been no disrespect thrown either way like it's always been respectful you know so um from there they both introduced me to like their respective circles lost one he's uptown in dg so i ended up bucking up with a lot of people that's when i ended up bucking up with like rbr and all the rest of these guys too um frost introduced me to everybody who would be rapping from bergen so i ended up getting in with both i don't know everywhere i go i ended up getting in with most with most people most people you're never gonna rub everybody right so what exactly does getting in with mean? Tell us a bit more about like that era, what what y'all are up to, like within the realms of what you're able to discuss. <laughs> okay. Okay. So those times, like I was still always ethically involved doing music, you know, different people are involved with doing, you know, different extracurricular activities. But then when we would come up to do music, we would focus on doing music. Okay. You know, yeah, I would hear different stories from different people, you know, you know, this happened this week and that happened that week, or, you know, this happened on the street with this guy. And, you know, you hear different stories, but, you know, I'm just, okay, cool. That's, that's, that's all right, I guess, you know, and then I just focus on the music, you know, but sometimes people would come to me and talk to me on different issues and different problems they're having in their own lives, you know? So I end up at, from, from those times, I started to help people out with different, you know, Yo, having problems with this, having problems with that. Like, I, just, I don't know. I just always been. I don't know. I have a, a, a different perspective, I guess. You know, people come to me for that third, that third, that third eye perspective. You know? So you're like or the outside the box. Perspective. Are you like in the studio at this point? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I've been in studios uh, at that time. I've been in studios for a couple years. Not too, not too. Not too much at that particular time, but I had started to go to the um, 1184 St. Antoine. Mm. Or no, 1180. That was it, 1180 St. Antoine. That was across the street from the Bell Center. Right. And that was the building that had all the studios. It's a big building. Of, of, of ever, you know? So I started to go down there, and that's when I started to even network with more musicians and start meeting more people and talking with and just keeping in contact with people. You know? So like when you say you're going there to network, are you at this point, like actively pursuing being a beatboxer? Are you a rapper? Are you a beat maker? Like where are you at? At that time, at that time I was actively pursuing producing, making beats and getting, uh, getting known as a producer. Cause I, I realized at a young age that, yeah, the rappers are cool, but it's the producers that um, matter the most. And they have the longest um, stretch of a career mm. because of all the technical things it takes to make music. So you can now sell the skills that you have. Right. I have people who, for example, who have, they've purchased music lessons from me 
And I've taught them different things, but then they still turn around and still buy beats from me because they realize that, man, even if I know how to do it, I'm not going to know how to do it because that's just experience wise. So I don't know. I just, I, I try to, I try to, you know, and, and at that time I was also focused on like engineering too, because I was, you know, that, that's when RBR really came up and about. So I ended up like recording a lot of these guys down in St. Henry. We had a little setup in St. Henry. Yeah, that's, and, like uh, a, that's a big movement, though. And that's where it's like people don't necessarily know a lot about this time. or Yeah. And you say yeah, RBR. And I know a little bit who's involved in that. Like, I know some of their names. I know, I've heard that, like, yeah. Rodgers and them were around this place. I heard this is, like, a hub. But I don't really yeah. know that yeah. much because it's like people just kind of have vague memories of it. And I kind of get that. Honestly, it was a lot of young people, and they weren't always sober. So people's memories at this time is not like the fullest. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> I mean that that is sincerely what happens. These people are all like, I'm in my early twenties. Wow, it's a blur. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 meet up. Let's you know, at those times you had a lot of different guys out there, you know, like drinking, you had a lot of guys smoking and you had the different selective groups that were doing even even more things. So it's just like, you know, you surround yourself with people who are like you. I was never much of a drinker, mm. but when I had gotten opened up to like the influence of like weed, I was like, oh, this is dope. And then I, and then I realized how it helped me with my music. And so I just said, yo, this is, this is over. And I started making all kinds of different stuff. And then I started, I started, uh, that's from from a young age, like probably around twenty. That's when I started to just not only produce hip hop because I, I I was involved with so much more than just hip hop, you know. Um, yeah, about I don't know about twenty three, twenty four. I start working with like more people around the city, not just within the group. That's the group had fell apart mm. after uh, they, we basically worked on one project, and there was a couple other projects that came out, like I Blast dropped the project. Uh, Young Jedi, he he came around and he ended up dropping like a solo project too. Actually, he dropped a couple solo projects, but there was a lot of different. And I was involved with a lot of different things that was happening at the time. But then I started to branch out and work with more people because now I'm I've been networking for this whole time, meeting people. Uh, shit, like people know who I am, people know what I could do, and so they're like, okay, yo, let's build something. And so I ended up working with a lot of people. Um, this is a long list of people, man. Like, before I moved to Toronto, I ended up working with maybe about 75% of the English population on the English like side of the music. Yo, you're a valuable-ass commodity in terms of, like, some of the bigger projects that need to happen in this city, sir. Cause, yeah, like, I, I have a couple plans. I have a couple plans. I just mean, like, on a knowledge front, like... It's it's where do you get the list of the names of the people to even go try to find the music on YouTube? What do you mean? So you come into it right now. You're like a person and you're like, I don't know. I want to understand Montreal's hip hop scene from like, I don't know, say 1986 to like 2000 and say, I don't know, 21. Um, and you go Montreal hip hop into Google or whatever. You start getting a couple things. It's probably whatever the algorithm feeds you. And then you the go top, yeah, there's, there, yeah, there's based on the algorithm for that part, yeah. And then because right. that's a very broad topic, that's a very broad 
you know, but, search. But how else do you do it? How else do you find things outside of who you know, outside of the word of mouth element? Now, Spotify. But Spotify is, I've done this recently. Yeah. It is such a high effort guess game to find Montreal artists on Spotify because there's no search. Oh, Montreal playlists. I've gone through all of the Montreal hip hop playlists. There are <laughs> literally like outside of the French scene, maybe like eight that even include English artists. That's how. French... That's true. Okay. Okay. That's a whole other topic. I'm an Anglo artist. I'm a little okay. That's let a let whole me other let topic. me add that caveat that everything I care about for the okay I care about the French scene a lot, but they're well documented and everybody knows everything and you can easily get the histories and all of these things for a lot of the major significant players. But when yes. you come to the Anglo side of the scene, there were easily a hundred, a hundred fifty people that were seriously influential that built lanes that lead to me being here talking to you today and if i were to even try to find them like yo it took forever to like r noise labs and like these are little treasure troves that like how do you find that name how do you oh my god there's another name scott c he used to host these little producer showcases downtown uh on wednesday nights and that was another networking event so it's like when we talk about this, the history of it, right? If nobody mm. remembers shit because they're all fucked up, the people who can remember shit, well, man, they're valuable commodities now. Yeah, yeah. We're like the old people of the tribe. <laughs> kind of. I'm like, I just look at it like yeah. I'm trying to take on a more archivist role because that's a, a value proposition I can bring to the table, documentation. And when I think about okay. the challenge of documentation, it's like, who do you get that info from? How do you get the next okay. people outside of my circle? I have a very glimpsed view. At any at some point, I hit 5,000 friends on Facebook, and then it's over. Where do I go? that point, you bubble up Instagram. Okay, but you know, it's the same Even principle. More. Now it's just 27,000 no, no, no. people, and I don't know how to filter through that. We have a different problem then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, basically. You better you better make sure you have a nice close friends list. Actually, I got an idea on how to deal with exactly what I'm talking about. I'll tell you after. But I have an idea on how to do it because there is technology available to manage this kind of stuff in the world, everybody. That's true. That's true. So I don't. That's true. That's a whole other problem. But the solutions already <laughs> There's free I, software I, that will solve the problem for everybody. Okay. The whole world is like, yo, man, freemium is a fascinating model for small scale shit. It is. It is. And then it sucks when they when they're finally doing successful things and they decide, okay, you know what? Here's your fee. Mm, <laughs> that's true. But ideally you're also doing successful things, so they go, Here's your fee, and you're like, I don't like you, but I can afford it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that too. That's the that's the grown way of looking at it now. It's That's the grown way of looking at it. You, and you have to look at it. From a perspective of business, you have to look at it like that, man. You have to spend if you're trying to gain. Yeah, know? it's like... Anyway, that, I mean, we got to be wise. Like, let's not just be promoting vapidness here. But, like, it's more... Yeah, do your homework. Yeah, anyway. But, like, 
All I'm saying is if it takes the tech company four years and shit to get to where it needs to be at, then it, I can I can afford four years of growth also. I'll take it. Like usually it's yeah. like four to five years before the tech company is really going to flip it on you like that. Unless they get some angel investor shit upon which find somebody that's not doing that well. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, so you're you're basically cruising throughout the 2000s then in this earlier era. Like all of the 2000s then is just you bopping around networking and meeting Yeah, people yeah. I'm just literally group. like... And this is like... 2000, 2003? Yeah. So like maybe 2000 and maybe seven. By this time, I'm now working with like my solid like, you know, I have a little, like a little group of people that I like directly work with, you know? Um, fair yeah. enough. So are you like, build, do you have a studio you build for yourself or are you just kind of like, how do nah, you nah, the whole, this for a long time, I've known, uh, there's the guy here in my show, his name is Yan. I've known him for a very long time. And, uh, I don't know, I've known him since this guy named Mr. Wells, he brought me to a studio downtown on St. Catherine street one day. This is back in like 2002. And he brought me to a studio and it happened to be this guy named Yan Simon. And so I'm like, he's a short little, you know, he's short man, you know, but he's, he's really good at what he does. So we, I, 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 I'm listen, I always crack jokes. I always, I'm all, Hey, what's up little man? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just it. Like he's, he's a short dude, but he has a, he has a He's got a big character, you know, he's got a big character. And so, um, you know, I thought so. I've always been, I've always been cool with him. Always had no, we never had any issues. So I've always been, uh, we had, we built a trust, I guess, you know, like life happened. We built what we built. And at that time, at that time, we had lost contact with each other. Turns out he had moved to the States and he was building stuff with his family and stuff like this. And so I lost contact with him and he came back to Montreal now. Um, I would say maybe about, yeah, about 2010, 2011. I end up, uh, I end up re-meeting up with, uh, right, with so Mr. We'll, Wells. So we'll, we'll get to 2011 and 2011. Let's go back to 2002, three. So you, okay. you, you're with those guys. The group breaks yeah. up. You've now established your network and whatnot. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So by the time I start building, I start working with other studios. So is this like you would like, are you like engineering then in other people's studios? Like it was almost like they had the space uh, and you would show up or are you like making beats there? Would, or? I, nah, I guess you could say I was more like a Diddy. I would come to, to your studio sessions, to different artist studio sessions and, and help their studio session make it even better. Make their song better than what, you know, no, redo this part, make it sound more like, the, like I, I was, I've been coaching different artists, like in regards to that since I was recording back in RBR's time. 2000 and like you know 2003 2004 so, so i understand artistry of how you're supposed to you know conduct yourself in front of a microphone in the studio versus how most people understand how they're supposed to conduct themselves on a microphone on stage i understand what that means i really Big difference. i do um yeah yeah so those times I would be basically going to, se to sessions uh, with artists who are rapping on my beats and, you know, making sure I'm there, you know, like 
back in those times, it was not a thing about just sending beats out and hope for the best, hope they pick something. It was more a thing about like, like for example, I remember, I remember meeting up with Boy Blue, and this was when we made, um, when he made Main Chick. I remember sitting down with Boy Blue, going to meet up with him in LaSalle, and we sat down at one of his spots, and uh, Jericho was there at the time, also by the way. Yeah, that was that was yeah. Oh, Jericho, Jericho, yo, yo, I hope this guy's doing good. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. First yo. person to say that guy's name ever <laughs> to me. Yo. Oh yeah. Like I said, man, people like blitz through the 2000s when they talk to me. Or oh man, not the man. only people There's who so go much... into okay. So the only people who go into detail were more the other side of it. The yo, so I was on Beat Click and I was doing rap battles and shit over there. In the yeah. Forums. Okay. Like, those yeah. dudes they'll be able to tell me about 2000 to 2010 for a minute because they showed up just yeah. to like the events and they were doing yeah. their own thing and they would come freestyle a lot and whatever, whatever. So there's that side of it. But you're more like actually coaching artists and shit. That's like a whole different realm of stuff that we haven't necessarily encountered. And the way you described it just happened like organically. Like you just started doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do it now even in my sessions to this day. To this day, like I have, there are some artists that, you know, I don't want to waste time. I want to make sure that it's A1. Okay, cool. So you want me to be that engineer? Okay, let's go. It depends on the, t depends on the artist. So, some artists, they'll get pissed off if you just stop the recording in the middle of the recording. You know? Mm. So, but yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But yeah, that's basically yo, that what it was. Absolutely that just... frustrate me. I'd be like, yo, let me yeah. finish the take and get my fucking practice in before you tell me all the shit. <laughs> You're supposed to practice that at home. Ah, now you're on the clock. For studios, my guy. <laughs> now you on the now you on the clock. You know what I'm saying? So now, now I'm I'm, I'm trying to make sure that you a one. Sometimes you know? I like to pay people to smoke a joint on a break, though, and that's my prerogative as the client. True. No, you're allowed. No, as the client, you're allowed to do whatever you want. But if you're an artist who is minding their wallet. Yeah, they're gonna want to get the best. Don't, don't on the real. It is a when I thought about how many times I paid people to smoke weed with them because I wanted to take a break. I was like, yeah, oh shit. Actually, that's actually probably like I've dropped in my life in the ballpark of like three to four hundred dollars to smoke weed with people, and that's a small amount. Yeah, that's a small amount because I know people who could easily say that they that they've paid about a thousand dollars worth of, of money to, and that was that thousand dollars is used to smoke time. Just to smoke. I mean, straight up, like it'll be like, here's the context you do it. Like you, cause you smoke right before you go in, right? Everybody, you, you smoke a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah. And you walk in, but now you just smoked a whole bunch. Cause you always smoke a little extra. Cause you're trying to like, I'm going to try to hold out. So now you're a little too high for a minute. So you, you talk and waste 10 minutes, just blabbering your fucking mouth. Facts. Yeah. Then, which and is fair enough. going to take about five minutes to set up. Yeah, and then you, you know, do that. Set up the project, and then you then then it's about like five minutes of just sitting there listening to the client talk because he's too high and doesn't realize, yo, time has begun, buddy. You and know? then you get to your wrapping and you're finally in the zone. Forty-five minutes, an hour goes by. You're like, bro, I need to smoke a joint. Fifteen minutes goes and by. Back at it. My engineer just mixes the whole time. He doesn't smoke with me. He's just like, go on the fucking balcony. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Do your thing. <laughs> but that's why I. But to be good. fair, 
That's why I, mo- I, I moved to like the apartment. I'm like, nah, I don't want to be efficient like that. That sounds like stress. So I, I built this shit at home, and, and that's why like I can take six hours if I want. <laughs> yeah. COVID forced a lot. Like That's when I started to tell people to start building their own home studios. That's mm-hmm. when I built mine. Okay, that's fresh. Um, I mean, we'll definitely get there, but that's we'll still... Get, we'll get there. No, but even then, like, it's going to be all over. I like you meticulous. It's what We have rapport already. We've had conversations. It's, it's not like the, oh, I don't know shit about you. But just because I said I understood, though, maybe people don't understand. What would be, like, a main difference for the people from the eyes of meticulous on studio mics versus live performance mics? Live performance yeah. mics. What would be, like, yeah. a meticulous tip there? Okay, so boom, I have one of each. Run it. Viva, for example, she came by to do, uh, she performed, well, she did a video performance for the Canadian Hip Hop Food Drive. Yo, straight up. And so, yeah, so what ended up, that happened in um, in December. And so I, I had sponsored that, like my company, we'd sponsored that event. And he'd asked me about artists that were, you know, performing. Shout out to Justin Gunderson, you know what I'm saying? It's the dynamic. Dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Sorry, I just did it myself. We're in the same boat. Right? <laughs> right? So, yeah, we're one for one now. <laughs> so, yeah, he had hit me up, and I was just like, okay, you know what? Let's do it. So we ended up sponsoring the thing, and I got Viva. Oh, he had asked me about performers, and I was like, yo, hit up my girl Viva. So he hit a Viva, and then she gave me a couple ideas, and I'm like, okay, so we're going to make sure that this performance is on point. So what I end up doing, what we end up doing is uh, end up doing this performance here at my house. Because now that I have, like, the studio set up, I'm like, yo, we have the, I have the ambience. You know what I'm saying? I have the visuals. I have, I have what's going to make it pop. So she goes, okay, we'll do it. And so we do the thing. And, uh, you know, I doctor up, but I got a doctor, and I send it in, and there was there was gold, you know. Like we, it was a lot of fun to do. So what microphone we ended up? I didn't obviously didn't want her to use the the studio microphone that I have. I have a and what is that? It's a Rose NXTA or yeah, some shit, something like that. And I have a SM58 performance mm-hmm. microphone. So. I was like, yo, I have a performance microphone. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Or what is that? The 58 or the 57? Of course, the 58. Everyone has the 58. 58. I don't know a single person. Everyone I know has a 58. It's like, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, hey, they're good yeah. for every, They're affordable it's a good, enough. It's a, good microphone. it's a good microphone for, it's the best bang for the buck. Mm. And uh, y'all can afford one. No, the best bang for the buck uh, for a performance microphone. And that's, you know, regular wired, you know, standard microphone. Everywhere has that specific microphone. Even Golden Jenny from Norway has the 58. She just said that. You see what I'm saying? Like, I know people who have the 57 and the 58. But you know, like, everyone meticulous. We don't all know everyone. Stop this. I know a few people. (laughs) I know, like, the next wave, and you know both waves. So you know people before the 58. Yeah, 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 basically. <laughs> basically. So, yeah, that's what we ended up doing. And we sent in the, the performance, and uh, it, it was really, it was, it, it, 
man, I really enjoyed watching the performance, man. Like it was it was really good. You know. Um, but yeah, that's what uh, the the difference is that uh Okay, so the SM58 57s all of these these microphones or performance microphones the actual mic is directional exactly so you, you it's you sing in front of it that's it the problem that most people have is not now what happens when what happens when rappers pick up a microphone nah where's your okay perfect 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 yeah perfect, that's what perfect. i was trying to do the rapper so, thing so, yeah show that for a second now the problem with that is if the microphone is what is we are supposed to be talking into, you're completely covering it up, which is why rappers sound at performances are always garbage. Now you want to hold it like here for real. Yeah. And you want to make a little sure... higher works. Yeah. I just try. I just grabbed it there, but you want to make sure there's like, you can see the black between like your hand and the grill, yeah. because if you're touching the grill, even it'll like, break up the air the microphone will pick up your hand movements on the grill and it's facts you though know, like, like but yo also you have to like practice like moving right because if you go like this and your hand goes like that for a quick second because as you can see as i'm doing it over here i'm moving to this mic and as i move away from this mic right you hear me sounding like shit, and then i move in and out and whatnot but that happens like this is y'all dancing around and stuff too so i watch a lot of rappers and you watch the mic and they're like Bro, yep. bro, bring it back to your face. Seriously, this is a broken microphone. Yep. You can use a fucking comb, but like take some time and use I use this because it's weighted like a mic. And uh yep. I literally before a set will practice with the mic in my hand because you want to make sure that like you're it's like I know you're comfortable. Are, but it's also like there's a little bit of like you don't wanna like feel that tiredness three, four minutes into your song and go, oh shit, maybe I need a little bit of our like strength training. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The smallest things count, though. The Yo, smallest up? things count. Sub DJ you know, Overflow man. Montreal. Welcome. <laughs> hey. I, just, mm -hmm. I like to say hi to the Twitch peoples when they come through. Encourage the chat. But everybody here yeah. is having a good time. You're a wonderful guest. It's great to have you. We just got to talk about that. So what's the tip for studio mics? Um, You want to go for a warm sound. Warm dry that's the best thing not just the, so it's not just about the microphone it's also about the treatment if you have um because look studios are already set up to have acoustics in there so that way it absorbs and deflects a lot of the sounds mm. now if you happen to be recording in a home studio well your home is not set up for sound like that so you need to, before even worrying about a microphone, you need to make sure that your room set up. Before, you need to make sure that the setup for where your microphone is going to be is properly set up, right? So they have now technology that's for you to be able to do that. They have box guards, which is basically little semi-domes that you could put behind the microphone, right? Um, and that's got foam all on the inside of it, so that way it's it's you know starting to deflect the sound. Uh, I have one of those here in my house. I also have some foam set up on my walls. You can see in my background and things like that. Like we can I have also some foam see on the, all my uh, walls. We can see the. Isn't that a guard over there? A mic guard behind you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That's exactly the dome. Yeah. That's exactly it. And right. So 
that dome is like a half circle. Yo, they're heavy. Right? Yeah? They're heavy. They fucked up a mic stand. I go, yeah, 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 yeah. It, like wrecked the mic stand. They will mash up a microphone stand. I literally just said it. Okay, so I have a regular microphone stand here, and I tried to set it up on that, and it would always start to topple because of how heavy it is. So I had to say that I was like, yo, how am I going to get this to be an actual, uh, to be on point? I started doing some homework and I found that there were some heavy duty microphone stands. And I said, okay. So I went and I got one online and no more wobble, you know, it works good. So you want to get one of those. Now, um, the next thing that you want to do is you want to get a good microphone, but then you want to check online. They got, um, they got little... Something's up in my eye. Oh, hold on. It's uh, all right. It's the uh, classic moments of Twitch. Right, right, right. All right, we're good. So, boom. You want to go online to uh, a site like uh, Chaotica or uh, you get them even online on, like, Walmart's, um, on Walmart's app. And I'll just send it to your house. This is basically a, a foam dome that you put over the microphone. So this now shields the sound from everywhere else and it has a little screen pops pop filter screen in the front of the phone dome so the, the sound basically is around the microphone does not exist anymore and you have the sound that's coming in directly the only from the phone mm. and this plus the guard you've got yourself the equivalency of a home of a, of a, of a professional studio that's pretty solid I just rolled with this so, sure thing. <laughs> that's basically what I. Uh, well, oh that? No, no, no. That that works. No, nah, I know. But let me let me let me see if I let me see if I can just take this off quick. No, nah, I know. I'm I'm curious to know. But like, uh, what I understood though is what you're doing is taking like pretty much any mic and making it like pretty next level. Whereas I'm pretty sure most well, of yeah, us get this mic can. on purpose for the. You get this mic, the Shure S7MB or whatever, just because it's good in a room like this for this purpose. Like, that's that's it. That's why people buy this mic. Yeah, yeah. It works good for that. But, like, when you're looking at recording audio, like, that's when I, why I got the Rhodes. Mm. Because the Rhodes is known for having really warm sound. It's known for, um, it's really warm, really crisp. When you have no effects, no, no, it's just, dry perfect ah, this was the company from work said we need voiceovers and yes you can make music on it and i'm like good enough <laughs> send on <laughs> it is the only piece of so gear boom. i don't know anyway that's fucking cool well that is way huger than i thought it would be well the hole for the microphone on the bottom right because it sits directly on the mic and that's the front so basically, okay. So this is really for like when you have a really good mic. Well, yeah, it's got it's a, it's got to be the condenser microphones. The microphone, right. I, it's three hundred seventy five dollars. So yeah, I got like the compress. Uh, well, this guy like like I know that it's not like really it's not good for like sensitiveness, like right. So it basically picks up here and then it gets shittier the farther out. And there's the other kind yeah. of mic that's like mad sensitive and picks up like the that's fucking. What I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. I can't remember which yeah. is which. So that guy, if you have the one of them mics, uh, you're because that. Oh are, shit! This is a really good hack, yo. This is a condenser microphone you're talking about that fits into here. 
The microphone you're using is a cardio. Yeah. What you said. I like I know <laughs> the words and I know what they mean. So don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like the yeah. fact is, yo, those mics like straight up. I didn't know that was a thing. And you're saying these things are affordable. And so like if I'm going to go cop some shit in the future, it gives me more options. This specific phone guard, 60 bucks. Walmart app. Straight up. You could go on Chaotica and get it. This is also like on Chaotica. It's called the Chaotica Eyeball. Um, you could get their own and it's like one ninety nine. No, no, no. Walmart. It works. We do. It no, works. And I said, if I you said... have the right engineer mixing your music, if you have a setup similar to this, you're winning. Because, yo, I have the Audio Technica AT2020s and they fucking pick up like everything and everything. Yeah. So we'll be like blessed to get those. It's a not it's not bad. It's not a bad sound. If you're if you're it also depends on the artist, right? If you're if you're comfortable with the sound that those provide that that sound that that microphone gives you. I was just curious for like more other kinds of audio, mm -hmm. like even for like podcasting, right? So like because yeah. like I'm not even thinking music. I'm going right now I have these mics and the problem is is they're way too like sensitive and they pick up everything they pick up all the everybody's and so like it's kind yeah. of got and i can't fix it there's no mic placement so you, you have to now then where you just have to get yourself less a less uh powerful type of microphone then fair enough if that's the, it's easier for it's easier for po like podcasting is like you need the per you need the volume directly in front of them so the sm58s would work you just have to control the, no, the, the game. The 758s are expensive as fuck. <laughs> but I don't know if I want four of those. That's that's like a, that's like yo use yo they don't they resale at the MSRP practically. There's the, the, yeah. that longevity, right? Like we're talking about like you're not getting a deal. They they do not go no, on sale. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like the same thing with the machine. All the all the machine shit, right? Like yeah, if you yeah. get it online, you'll be like. You get it maybe a hundred dollars off. So allow me to be clear: you can podcast on a lapel mic and be just as successful as somebody with an SM's, whatever. And I'm not even kidding; oh, yeah, it's fucking sure. podcasting. That's why oh, I'm like sure. saying you like that. The, you can even get those little. They, I, I'll be seeing ads on Facebook for little wireless lapel mics, bro. You those things things work. Those things work too. And they got like wind shit built in so that you can go outside. Yo, it's it's crazy. Like I spent a lot and of money. Geez, crazy. You're like, I spent a lot of money to get started to find out I needed, like, fucking, like, $100 to get started. And I, was, I felt kind of <laughs> dumb, man. I felt kind of dumb when I realized how much money I wasted buying gear. Not wasted, okay? Like, yes, everything had value and purpose. But but you could have spent less if you done more. things faster. I could have started faster. I could have, you know, it's all I could have, should have, would have. But it's worth, I think it's worth expressing it for the sake of the wisdom gained you got to also remember the price of technologies is always as, as time goes forward, the price goes down. So when you were thinking of starting, the prices were not these prices. Nah, we're close enough. It was like 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, that's you. Yeah, Me. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> no, we're talking about you started then. Yeah, was, like, I mean, uh, now, yo, dude, I was like blowing money in studios in 2012 and shit. And then in 2016, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to spend a lot of money on my shit. The only really wise thing I did was the packing blankets. Packing blankets is blessed. The room passes the clap test so good. Um, Me, it's uh, back in my time. Like, I'm, I, now I'm saying that and I'm like, I feel like I'm an old man for real. But 
you know, you know, okay, so all the times where I guess you could say I could have been building my own studio, it was not that simple. Like, because I was always focused on like getting the music. I was never focused on like I was always like, yo, the through the skills, paper is gonna come later on, paper's gonna come, paper's gonna come. I was never really worried too 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 much on like okay, oh, let me stack and let me start to build up. I was like, yo, I'm just going to build up. I'm just going to build my knowledge. Mm. And by doing that, this yeah, is where I am now. Other, like, uh, not, how hard would it have been to build a home studio back then? Back then, it would have been a bit more complicated because a lot of the equipment that's available now skips processes that were not available to be skipped back then. Like what? Uh... For example, new sound cards, all the sound cards that are around now. Yeah. You were not able to do that at home back in, back in, I could have, I started to start building like recording studios in like 99. And that was the first time I built a home studio. And it was complicated to get that thing set up, man. Like you needed a proper soundboard. The old school soundboard. And then you needed to have the, the right converters and the right cables to make it go into your computer because this was like and then they started to come out with sound cards that plug in usb mm. this was back when you had to still plug into your audio like uh, uh like through the headphone jack yo that's like serious because sometimes we forget how spoiled we are when it comes to this shit. and i never really thought about the fact that you couldn't just cop a sound card Bobby's just been able to cop a sound card for me. <laughs> it was not that. It was not just let me walk into a store and cop a sound card. Nah. Mm. That was not the way. Okay. And I'm... even if you could, and if you could, you were definitely not coming from like, you were coming from a richer background. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Like, I'm going to be you're real. You're coming from a richer background. Like, I, like bro, like, yeah. Radio Shack knew me. Like how much would it sound? Okay, so to take like a Scarlet Focusrite type two i two thing, that one's at like what one sixty ish usually. How much was something right like now? that? Yeah, it's usually about that. Like let's say one ballpark it there. It wouldn't have been around because everything was so much bigger. Shit, eh? So like they don't even have that option. So you literally just have to buy the fucking five thousand dollar guy. Buy the big, big, the big studio gear. Shit. I literally would go to Steve's and window shop, bro. Shit, like that's a when did when did this stuff start coming out? Uh, well, the, all the main equipment that they really started to come out in like '99, but they were like you know they were kind of pricey, man. Right, right. No, but like, so yeah. when does it become like accessible? So the, new, the, new, the newer, the newer stuff that like you can start to do at home. Yeah, those started to come around like I guess you could say like early 2000s. Yeah, ninety nine, two thousand. Before that, you were starting to. Before that, it was all big gear, old gear. Like as I was telling you in the last video that we did. But the even then, like device. not every even computers costed more, and like let's be exactly. real, everything was, was a harder thing. Now that I'm thinking so, about it more, even the internet, the all of the things. Okay, and I'm the internet was AOL, well, and you only and that was over the telephone, so you only had a certain amount of of dial up speed that you had at the specific time. We don't have most speeds that we have now. We're always spoiled today. Fair enough. All tech, every piece of technology exploded, and that's what's allowed us to be able to now take advantage of the fact that we can build your own home studio. Send your vocals to an engineer, yes. and Merry Christmas wait for your song. That's literally what my life is today. <laughs> exactly. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Plus, we could do it live. 
But um, you know, like my website is set up so that way I like you go to meticulousmixing.com, selfless plug. Um, it should a be little, popping up upload, the thing. It's there's an right. upload section where you could straight up upload your zip file and send it to me. That's I like how I you leverage the internet. Tra- I have my own Wii transfer. Oh, right, right. Okay. Is Yo, I get expired links a lot because I never got around to doing anything with WeTransfer. But it's yeah, I get my own WeTransfer and I get 30 days to download whatever I need. I don't take 30 days to take your to get your file. Don't get it twisted. But I get 30 days. Mm, okay, okay, okay. All right. I like that. I like the fact that you just leverage what's available to put that into your ecosystem. And nobody's project's going to be bigger than that if they zip it, right? Ten. I have 10 gigs, bro. Okay, you're fine. Everything's gonna be smaller. I, I can work on I can work on movie files. <laughs> eh. That's the next plan for me is I want to start scoring movie files. I want to start scoring things. Well, I'll be blessed. I think that's like that's... uh it's a cool thing. But let's go yeah, back why not? to like two thousand because that's where we are in your story. We'll keep tangenting. Okay. It's okay. Now curfew's okay. kicked in, so people will finally start coming. Oh, over. yeah, that's true. That's true. Curfew <laughs> is literally on right I'm like, now. Nah, I'm going to see. Yo, these, these, these guys are crazy with the riots. Yo. Yo, I'm like sitting there bamboozled <clears throat> a little bit. Now, here's the thing. I'm all for everyone's right to like vocalize and protest and to like, you know, express your opinions and whatnot. But, and this is just my opinion, you should have a plan that has a success threshold that is worth pursuing and some follow-up action in place and nothing has been communicated to me that i believe will be any level of effectiveness thus yep. complete waste of time it sucks but yeah and because I, there's no organization behind it it's just it's just a bunch of and then you have your your the the the, the protest cool no problem the riot, the vandalism, the, 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 all the, all the, what do the stores have to do with it? I don't get it twisted because at the same time, the flip side of the coin is what is a peaceful protest going to prove? But it's like, yo, like I'm kind of sitting here bamboozled at this topic. Let's go f- a little bit back. 2012, uh-huh. a year and a half, red squares, pots banging. They did it, man. They followed the game plan and they, st- I wasn't part of it. I watched. They stuck it through and they ran it. And what the government do? They changed the law and made it like illegal to do that. And now you're, and I'm like, okay. And then since 2012 in that situation, I have seen protests. But my real question is, has this done anything? Uh, any of the issues? But you know they what happens? Care. Know what happens at every one of these big ass whatever protests? Problems. So and and the police get great photo ops and shit gets a little more draconian. So it's like, yeah. I hear what people say when they're like, rights to protest and what we just gonna go and do is take it. But I'm like, if y'all really want to win a war, like go read the art of war and learn about that enemy yeah. and strategic ways to move around it when there are viable ways to create the data you need to prove your point without even sure. leaving your house. So like, anyway, I wrote a Facebook post just to back up my shit if anyone wants to see a viable strategy on how to protest from home. It's hard. It's real hard. And then you need democracy on your side. You means you really need like hundreds of thousands of people to be on your side just yeah. to open the conversation gate. 
Now, if you ain't sure you're getting that, maybe you shouldn't go outside right now. <laughs> what is 5,000 people? Like 0, 0.0 something of our fucking greater Montreal population. Y'all are blip. That's what I had to say about that. Learn some stats and relativities and shit. Yo, I'm irked at this. Somebody Yo. accused me of some twisted word shits and I'm like, like, what do you do? You're, you're a keyboard activist. That's my new thing. But I'm going to like think about that a little bit more. But that's what it felt like. Keyboard activism. This is a... Uh... You know, it's COVID, man. It's 2021. Everyone's a COVID. Everyone's a keyboard activist, man. Everyone turns keyboard flexing. It's all about how fast you can type now. It's like, look, <laughs> and again, I'm okay with people wanting things and being frustrated and all the other things that kind of come with this situation. Nobody's happy right now. But, like, yeah. I'm not for things that encourage the government to go more aggressive. That's, that's kind of where I'm at with that's it. That's what's going to end up, you know, like, but... No, for those who know, no. Anyway, sorry, I got a little. It was it was in my know, heart and no. soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, man. I got you, man. No, I but it's you. like anyway, because like they set up protests all week. You just saw it all over Facebook and stuff. And I know people who sharing this shit. And it's like, yo, this is one of those topics where it's like, man, we are gonna a lot to be divided in the artist community on this shit because a lot of artists are on both sides of this fence right now. Artists, it's the same thing as, as, as the COVID vaccines, right? Like, there's a lot of division right now. Yeah, there's a lot of division, and it's bizarre to me. It's like, it's like everybody's operating on two distinct data sets that don't communicate with each other very well because our concept of facts and reality are just based on completely different things. So it's like, how do you bridge that gap? A lot of people gain their facts from Facebook without the Google check. Even the Google check, it's not fair to judge them. I do freelance writing for SEO optimizing content and blog writing. Yeah. I can tell you that there are pages that rank that I have written and I did not. I don't know. I made up some stuff here and there. I fluffed in my ideas. When yo, I what I mean, what I mean by what I mean by Google check, yo, fam, if it's not covered by an actual, like for Montreal, listen, CTV, uh, in English, right? We got CTV, we got the Gazette. Yo, if it's not like a global, if it's not one of these like main, like they want, I'm not paying too, too much attention. Yo, do you read it or do you watch it? Uh, both. I like that. I like that. That's a good answer. Because both. I find that some, some things you have to read, some things you have to watch. Clarify that, please. What do you have to read? Well, look, some articles, when they come out, they're only available for you to read. So, I, I, I listen, if you want to know, see what you got to do. I can read. <laughs> so, I find that, mm -hmm. like, there's a difference between consuming news via video, where somebody has a tone of voice and visuals to, like, really add that extra layers of manipulation versus words, where at the very least, yeah, you can think about the language being used. And people don't necessarily think about that when they're consuming their content so you're not hyper vigilant to tone of voice and how if you're like let's say you really like a creator and i'm going to accuse philip defranco of being a biased fuck here but like honestly okay. that guy has politics that he skews into the objective part of his show all the time and he's very subjective with his reporting and he very much politicizes news articles for what he believes in 
but he yeah, does this yeah. under the ruse of objectivity. So it almost skews the definition of objectivity to his audience because he doubles down on this objectivity. That isn't happening in the fucking text because you think about the words. True. True. Yeah, but I mean that's he's found that's he's found his niche, right? Yeah, but everyone in video is doing that. They find what works for what draws their most attention. And they stick with even if it throws them off of even if it throws them off of what's even even legit. Mm. I was just I guess thinking about from like more of a consumer perspective. If you consume it from that point of view, you don't gain the same yeah. level of critical ability to to filter through the the what's objective and what's subjective. Well, at that point, listen, like now it's a thing of this. Like you found one source, go double check, go triple check, go go, you know. Go mm. do some homework on it before you spend. Before you press share, make sure it's legit. I respect that. Make a lot. Sure, just make sure you know, like, yo, people, like, I. Now that this whole COVID situation is happening, there's, there's there's a lot of things that I think that different people around me should know. So I will. Listen, my phone sends me notifications on stuff that's happening on Montreal Gazette now because of how much times I've clicked on it. <sighs> me too. You know what I'm saying? Like, my phone tells me what's going on when, when, when there's a new yo, there's a new article that happened on DC. Something happened with Ray Fisher, and think that this, my phone tells me because I'm so caught up in this stuff, man. Like, you know, like I get these notifications now. But you still read a lot, and it's crazy. Too. I like that. It's crazy because your phones really study. Crazy. So check it. You want to just went on that one. I do, I do this shit with the New York City folk, right? And so we're shooting yeah. the shit. And I swear, I checked my phone after my last interview. And it said, are you planning a trip to New York City? Here's some recommendations. And I'm like, what the fuck, yo? That was, yes, I guess, somewhere yes, in the middle of that conversation, I said the word trip. And bet even now, it's going to say some shit like that after. Yeah, it's going to ask you again. Now it's going to probably ask me. <laughs> you know what as much as you think mm -hmm. i hate it i've gotten some good deals off of it i've gotten told about products i want off of it i am really okay buddy, with this buddy thank you people are losing their minds and i'm like yo this some of the stuff i've purchased from these random ads has made my life easier yo have you ever gone back to regular tv and watched regular people commercials Bro, I don't know the last time I've even had regular cable. But if you ever do it, it's the weirdest shit. You're like, old people? I, I'm not that. Why are these ads not targeted at me? Yeah. <laughs> Those ads are not the ones, bro. Or like when my girlfriend's, uh, her ads are real different than mine. They're real, yeah, real different. For sure. For sure. For sure. It's all, it's crazy how that works. Man. Nah, it's, it's uh, definitely like, it is but it's to our advantage if you understand it and it's like scary if you don't so knowledge is power exactly i fully understand now that now that i understand how ads work i'm like yo keep them bad boys going like, nah, yo. you can mm -hmm. even like go into like your facebook settings and be like this ad sucks and this ad's better and yeah. shit like that if so there's that a specific ad that you don't like you can remove the ads from that entire company and then they're like, because they want that. They don't want, okay, so here's the thing that people don't know. Nobody wants to show their ad to somebody that doesn't want to see it. 
Yeah, because I understand the ad game because I'm. If you see an ad and you don't want to see it, I've just paid for you to see this ad. And then you don't want to see it, so we pay for like. Well, I don't pay, but you pay for like nothing, and then it's just yeah. a waste. Fair enough. All right, so let's go back to a twenty-three-year-old meticulous making the music. Uh, you pursue traveling town, turning yourself into a coach. So it makes sense now why you're everywhere and what you're actually doing. So you're just cruising around and literally just like, yo, helping people craft a sound. Montreal doesn't have the sound. And everyone's all, you know, I get asked this so often. Yo, why does Montreal not, what's going on? How, how do we make Montreal better? Yo, there are many avenues and aspects about that question that like, that's like asking me which flavor is this cake, but this cake is made out of, it's like a Napoleon cake, right? And, and, and it even has like carrot, you know, like, and the top layer is cheesecake. So it's like, what, what, like, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of different aspects to it, man. Yeah, I heard There's it. a lot of aspects. Okay, so what are some of the aspects? Because, you personally, I'm fascinated by this topic. Uh... Boom. We can see one, one aspect if you want. We're more loosey goosey. One aspect we could talk on. Well, we could. We'll, we'll, we'll go through a couple, right? We'll go through a couple. You have, and I'm not trying to talk down on anybody in any way, shape, or form. Nah. Let's 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 make sure we get that disclaimer out first. Try to um, avoid names. <laughs> no, 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 no names at all. No names at all. No names at all. Fair. Um, we have producers here who who um, chase the sound of what is already popping instead of sticking to the sound that they can create. This flaw in itself, which we okay, so that that's not the the flaw is they don't have a sound at all to begin with then because the sound of the industry is changing on a daily on a, on a it changes so much that if you're chasing this sound and then you're chasing that sound, but then you're chasing this sound, but then you're going backtracked over here because that's what's popping this week. You don't have your own signature sound. So you're saying that there's a lack of producers with signature sounds. Thus making a lack of artists being able to make a signature sound. I definitely there are few producers you need to have sounds, uh, but um, swiss beats was rough riders that whole sound came out and everybody was on his style of beat okay that's a big point then so what you're saying is you need a producer to back a collective artist that makes some noise that define that's the sound an advantage that everyone understood before that montreal does not understand I think that a lot of the underground, you know what? You call it Montreal. I've done a little homework in the places that are not named Montreal, and it's like, no, it's everywhere. Okay. Everyone. But that, but no, that, that there meme, are like, a lot of places. That Atlanta meme wasn't just used in Atlanta. It was like you, you would just swap it. The, the one that showed the staircases with Atlanta being like fucking lit, and then everyone in your city, like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah, saw yeah, that yeah, yeah. from like 17 cities, my guy. Yeah. So it's like it's a real thing because I think there's a, a lack of what you're describing. What I, something I've seen though with the youth, and I say this meaning like 16 to 22, is a return to collective collectives. So as you're describing it, it's basically the collective. Yeah, a group of you have yourself a 
uh, one guy who's like responsible for like, and he's not even necessarily on the rap group or on the rap team. He just is like one of the background characters. You got everyone's so focused in 2021 on being in the spotlight that they forget that there's so many other positions to help the team bubble up. But the other side of that, just as an MC popping in, is go find me a guy playing one of those other positions that isn't asking for a dollar in this. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. cool. I want that too. All I want is a collective, but you try finding people to work for free. You can find people to work for small money, but that still is bills. Yeah. And then you like, listen, I understand that too. I understand that too. But that's the biggest, I'm just, that's the, the flaw. You're stating that what well, you're showing me are different reasons for the flaw, and they're, they're, they're valid too. And I think that it's important to diagnose problems in full. Because mm -hmm. if we don't have all the perspectives and play it in, it's not there. And I agree with you. Then it's up. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the media that also needs to be freer. And then you have every... And I think it's more like we all need to go a little freer, is my opinion. Because where's the money at to pay everything that we all want? Yes and no. The flip side of this is depending on the... Depends on which we're talking. Depends on which we're talking. Because when you're talking about, for example... um. Yes, everyone has to give a little, everyone has to bless. Yes. And for example, like, um, you can't do that with, for example, studios. Because when a man goes to the studio to buy his equipment, he's not getting any discounts either. Well, I think the idea is that the man's in the studio, owns a percentage of everything, so that down the line when everything comes in, he's eating too. It would be like the idea. And it could be even a larger percent on that equity front. The music business here is so doo-doo that that doesn't even make any okay let's flip it a little differently the music business is doo-doo is doo-doo but the content market thing which you can just kind of blanket your music business into is not doo-doo and it's totally the same idea with a different angle you're in a six-person operation or less you can take a youtube or something and make it really profitable you go more than that yes. you're going to be in trouble and in yes. that you get your whole team set up for resources to the cause including your music that's exactly for example that's exactly what i've built right now that's what i've built that's exactly what i'm building my own complete little ecosystem my ecosystem that's really gonna um that's why i built a company that does everything mm. i have different people who's involved at different levels but you know I'm everyone has their that... own to, just to go back to that, why should the studio guy go in? He can take a larger cut later on. That would be why he goes in. Bigger cut. Fair Yeah, enough. but that would be when people's business mind is up. And not every artist is going to be business minded, but he has a friend that is. Uh, does he? Every single person around. If he does his homework on every single okay. person around him, he will find somebody around him who has that $1 on him. That is a very fair statement. They, okay, so they all have a friend around, but not everyone is aware of those friends. Exactly. They didn't do the homework. They just roll with the people who they drink with. I like that. Fair enough. Um, do some homework. Find a friend who is actually knowledgeable because they have somebody around them who's a businessman. So let's go back to the sound question because it's simple to mm. say craft your own style. Does this just mean – so to create a Montreal sound, do you know who needs to co-sign this? The people of Montreal probably need to co-sign that sound. So what would that sound like? What is that sound then? 
Well, uh, for example, right now, currently, who's the most successful artist in Montreal would be like a Nate Huss. Right, but like the sound would be then something that you'd be like, okay, that because of the fact that he has attained and achieved the successes that he has, why are we not duplicating the process? Um, cause you know, if I tried to make a sound like Nate Huss, none of y'all would let me in the door. No, 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 no. You stick with yourself. Stick with your sound. Stick with your style. We're not, we're not talking about the changing of the style. Okay. So, but, but in terms of the sound then, okay, let's, I don't actually, personally, I'm not fully sure I follow the difference between those two. The way it's record, like the technicalities of the recording. That would be the So you're sound. saying it's the engineering that needs to be more unified. So this is yeah. more like, it's not even yeah. an issue of the rappers or anything. It's more like you're saying that the lack, so we've all been focusing on the rappers and you're like, nah, you all can do what the fuck you want. Nobody cares. The rappers, listen, the rappers job is to rap. We're not going to tell them what to rap about. We have... As an engineer, my job is to make sure that he sounds A1. Mm. Now, if he doesn't sound A1, then I then I have not achieved my goal. There are some artists who feel that I, that there are some artists who will swear by me. There are some artists who used to work with me who don't because they're, okay, I don't like the way that that sounds. Okay, cool, that's, that's all right. Everything is fixable because it's not solidified yet. No, but like, right? But like, wait, what I'm understanding, right. I hear what you're saying with that, because engineering, you can keep fixing it and collaborations and meticulous is a very good customer service agent, et cetera, et cetera. But back to the more sound, yeah. the unified thing, like, I never thought about it, but you're right. The engineers probably don't talk to each other very much. And I, I try to keep an open line with four specific guys. Because I just like, I like different things about each of them, you know. Uh, I, I keep an open line with, for example, um, with Merker. I keep an open line with Day, with Jay Diligent. Uh, I keep an open line with Don Dada. And uh, my engineer that I have is Yan. I keep an open line with him, too. Interesting. You know, like, Don Dada. And I keep, you got to have good relationships with, you got to have good relationships with people who's in, your lane in your in your field you know like so, there are things that that some guys do that other guys don't do that everyone has their own style everyone has their own methodology to their madness but i do believe that um what's lacking in montreal on the english side is communication you know I, everyone's at everyone's neck i have an idea for that one there's a yeah. lack of documentation yeah. and i say this from anecdote yeah. I am the shithead, theoretically, once upon a time that a lot of y'all are frustrated with today. I come in and I'm like, yo, I'm the best. This, that, the next thing. Fuck, this city needs a hero. Da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> you know you heard this shit before, right? <laughs> yo, I've heard every sentence in the book close to that one. Every single one, bro. 2003? So 2021, I've heard it all. 
<laughs> oh my god! And I watch a lot of comic book stuff. That sentence is synonymous to yo, bro. Come on now. <laughs> I'm just confessing. It was definitely part of myself. But uh, a little bit of it is like, I meet D Shade, but nobody told me what a D Shade was. And oh, he's dope peoples. I mean, I know, I know now who D Shade is. He's really dope, dope peoples, man. But like, I spent a year in a position where like I'm around D Shade in a way where I could have understood and gotten to know D Shade, but literally I had no idea who he was or his significance. Okay. But, like, you could fault me and go, bro, go do your homeworks and your Googles. But then I'm going to go back to what I previously stated. Literally, how? How do you find that information if you don't know anything? Wow. So, being that person, I'm now, I, as I present this problem, I'm in the literal process of showing you Holden's contributions to solving the problem with his interview shits and whatnot. So I really believe that much with it. But like, I think that's it. Like people kept saying to me, nobody in Montreal is good. I'm like, bro, I got a 10 hour playlist that says shut the fuck up. How do I have a 10 hour playlist if nobody in the city is good? Like what? It doesn't make sense to me. And then it's yeah. like, I realized, yo, prove it. I'm like, I can. Like, what do you... Like, Literally, hear it. Like, and I keep... That's kind of why I think it needs to happen. And then with 504 Online Mix and them doing all of their moves and whatnot. And then slowly it just happens. To shout out to Cristela. Shout out to the whole team. Yo, the whole team. Yo. I'm like... I'm so... I'm, 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 I'm happy with what I see she's... Like, they're making their moves on and doing I have nice. a couple conversations with her, you know, diff- I have a different conversation, different couple conversations with Christella, you know, different conversations every month. We just, I randomly check up on her, see what she's doing. And like, I'm like, okay, well, let me see what I could do. Like right now, right now I just got, uh, okay, so boom, she has, uh, I seen that she put up a post one day saying that she wanted to get some radio hosts. And I said, oh. Well, I know some people that'll be really good at that. And so, for example, this chick uh, on Facebook, her name is Nika. I sent her, I sent her to, to Christella. I was like, yo, she's 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 definitely a character, and you definitely want to have a couple of her radio shows. Cause she she has a lot of interesting things to say. So just throw her on the radio. Yo, you you'll get a lot of different uh you'll get a lot of different people listening. So that they started talking, boom, that went through. My boy who, like, we're right now, I'm right now, like, helping my partner. My boy who basically I've known for a very long time. I've known him from, like, one of, like, church days. Mm. And, you know, life did what life did. We separated. And then, but, man, just last year, I just, he added me back on. He added me on Facebook last year. And I was like, oh. And he, we didn't say anything for a while, but he was watching, like, my lives and stuff like this. And so he randomly hits me up one day and he's like, yo. I have a video chat with you. I'm like, oh, we're, yo, listen, let's talk, man. So we end up having that video chat, and he's like, yo, I have a couple ideas. He wants to start a podcast. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, yo, I want you to help me because I know that you know a lot about it. I'm like, okay, so let's, let's, let's do this. So we started to, you know, build plans towards it. Like, he registered different things, like, made different purchases, like, set up different. We started this whole, the whole setup process, and... And then he's like, okay, so I, I want you to be like a, a, a like 
you know, to be a co-host. And I'm like, well, I got a lot of different things happening, but I know a couple other people and we're going to, so I bring someone else on board. And so now it's like the three of us are fighting and planning on this. And so then when she says she wants to do this, um, the radio show. So I now hit my boy up. I'm like, yo, let's repurpose the podcast into a radio show. Build up like this. And from there, then switch it to a podcast later. Like, yo, that's a genius idea. And I'm like, yeah, I already have a radio station already set up. And so I push him off to Cristela too. So now things are going really well with that. And so just today, I just had a conversation with my other boy, who's also going to be on the, on the podcast. And so I'm, he's going to be having his own show as well on the, on the radio stage. So that's why I'm just like, you know what? If there is something that I could do to help people, because again, see, I'm still always just, if I can help people, I'm going to help them. <laughs> Meticulous.ca, no free beats, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. But I'll help out how I can no, help out. No, you do. But no, I'm like, I just think it's like, I say it in jokes because I'm like, yo, this guy absolutely is no free beats himself. That's, it's, it's to me the funniest shit in the world. Because You know, the crazy thing is, is that if you go on meticulousbeats.com, I think there's about 10 beats on there that are, that are for free. Yo, but for real, for real, for real, the way that sounds so good in every one of your beats is the weirdest yeah. shit I've never heard before. You gotta, you find the little pocket, you find the little groove and you just sneak it in the pocket. It's it's like yeah anyway um but like i i like the way that you build your brands um and i know that i make a joke about yeah meticulous is advertising and the high quality services that he provides across the board but you're also showcasing the value that comes with it so yeah i i think it's cool that you do both like a lot of a lot of people in the world in a position like yours would maybe go a little harder on the for-profit and a little less on the help people. And that has yeah. in fact hurt a lot of yes. things. Cause yes. when you look at like New York city story, there's cats like poison pen or and other people like that, that are just notorious for linking the right people to the right situations. And you don't, you know, it's not notorious in successful cities showcases. I know people I know. don't like them. I know. Promoters like them. <laughs> Promoters who offer tickets. Like them. Anyway, sorry. Let's go back to let's let's go back to meticulous in two thousand and three okay, again. <laughs> Thirty minutes. Okay, man. So boom, let's dive, let's dive. So boom. Um last time we spoke briefly on the RBR tape yeah. that we did that we recorded at the Saint Henry studio. And uh we did our thing and that tape it got me like I'm still known to this like people know me as meticulous but one of my AKAs is yo RBR why, why? Like, like, I'm like yo stop this because that was on the jackets right so it's just funny man it's funny to to hear that still right now all these years later <laughs> nah I mean from what I understand it was a really great project and it did it moved and people who have it, it was a like, big brag movement, about yeah. having it like, to this day it was a really big movement it was a really big movement like how many people are in this movement uh, so how many people oh man um rappers like nine ten and then everyone else entourage 40 people 
but that includes all the roles or just the people? Just people around. Like, there was, that was just the entourage. Like, people who were, like, ethically involved with, like, the technical aspects of it would have been, like, uh, there was a dude named Chad. He was behind the scenes. I was behind the scenes. Uh, there's another engineer. Uh, what's this guy's name? IQ. He was also a part of the project, too. Um, who genius. They're the ones who did the... Um, they're the ones who did the artwork. And, uh, well, they're, they're the ones who took care of the duplicating of the CD and stuff like this. Cause that's what they, they had. A whole, they, they, had a, they had a whole company. Um, now they do like 3D stuff. 3D, um, man, I seen a thing on this guy's, on his IG. It's like a booth full of cameras. It's like 3D freaking. Yo, man, it's, I don't even know, man. It's, some, it's big. It's big. There's cameras everywhere. I like that. But um, yeah, they were the ones who did the um the album, the, uh, the duplicating and whatnot. There was a lot of different people behind the scenes, but like just the entourage alone was like 40, 50 people. But the entourage plays a role that I think a lot of people forget about, especially the socially awkward weirdos like myself who don't usually play nice with others. Straight team. Who gonna put those Buddy. stickers up? Who gonna put those stickers Buddy, the entourage up? Is key. That was the one of the biggest things that you needed because, like, you're showing up to a place and you're showing up to a place. Like, Facts. You know, like, people knew. Like, that there was there was an Escalade that had the RBR in the back window. That's what the man who owned ran the whole, the whole company. That's what he had. And so, like, anytime this truck showed up, you knew that, like, okay, there's there's going to be more people showing up soon. You know, like, it was always a thing. No, but even to the other side, what it tells a venue is when this artist shows up, and this is where people may under, not understand the how many people can you bring question. It's how many drinks <laughs> is that venue going to sell that night? Because you don't get mm -hmm. it. Your only value as a performer is how many drinks that venue sells in the eyes of the venue, how many tickets you sell in the eyes of the promoter, how much well merch you sell is on you and then you can negotiate all these things but part of why i don't perform is because i don't think i could sell 10 tickets right now i still don't maybe i could sell 10 tickets now maybe if i hustled a little you but, right now you right now yeah. you would be able to sell some tickets not like Stop not it. but not like that many for real because it would have to be like the right environment this that the next thing and then maybe yeah. I'll still get like 15 people. I'm being like realistic. I don't think that. No, no, no. That's but that's I hear what you're saying. But now throw your 15 on top of another artist who will bring 20. And then throw that 20 on top of that 35 people on top of another artist who, you know, like. Dude, I just like. So there's other sides to that conversation where it's like, nah, I don't even think so. Because I've seen people who in theory should be able to bring people, not be able to bring people because people just don't want to go to things in these venues with the drink prices. Right now? Like, not even COVID. Yeah. I'm like, yo. Well, even before COVID, that's why I left Montreal. That's why I moved out. I was just like, you know what? I'm tired of doing things here. I wanted to go and like expand. That's literally what I was just like. We threw a show uh, and it went really well. We threw a next one. Like I brought, I brought some people down from Toronto. We threw a next show, and it was just like it went okay. But we didn't have that many people that came out. It was just it was different. There was a couple other things that were happening that night. It was just like you know, I'm gonna, I want to go. I'm, I'm tired. I want to go. So I left. But know? even like I'm, exp I mean, I don't know. There's just like 
Like, there's so many angles to the conversation, but like I feel like at the end of the day, I do not believe I could sell that many tickets to a in real life event. Maybe I could do a little damage if I do a good digital campaign for a digital event. I agree that I could maybe do something with that. You would, yeah. But in a digital, real life, you would kill it because of all the other things you do digitally. But in real life, I don't actually know people in my personal circle who want to go to this stuff. So it's like, no, my friends don't do this. So they don't want to go to that show. And my family doesn't do this. So they don't want to go to that show. And all my colleagues, yeah. they don't want to go to that show because they have kids and shit. And so it's like, I don't know where to perform unless I go. Through Last that. year, before, like during COVID, I was, uh, I was going live on. Instagram on Mondays and then going live on Wednesdays on Facebook and just making beats on live. I watched you one day and I got a lot. I got quite a lot of people. I, I didn't even, I wasn't expecting the amount of people that was watching me. I was not expecting, I was just like, you know what? People tell me that like, yo, you should just start to make beats on live. And I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. You know what? Let's, let's, let's do it. And I just started to make beats on live and people were like, yo, Inbox, 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 inbox. Like my, my, my DMs really bubbled up at that time. Okay. Mm. Okay. I wasn't, I was okay. Okay. <laughs> I could tell you that I started talking to people on lives and my inbox bubbled up a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up and down. I, I, I didn't know that that was I, like, not the, you just don't know what is possible until you start doing it. Then when you start doing it, you're like, oh, okay. I think All we right. just okay. underestimate what people want to watch. Like, yo, I was talking a lot of shit about, yo, go right, saw so live on the internet. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, nobody fucking wants to watch this. I hope this works. <laughs> so I go live, and people watched it, and were, like, involved in shit. And I'm yeah. like, wait, what? Okay. And so okay. now it's what I do. It's just, like, I just do it. It's a thing I do. Because yeah. people, like, sometimes nobody's there. I still needed to write that shit. It's like I had sure. to do this either way. But yeah, now yeah. I guarantee almost 2,000 people get a notification except for when they don't like me uh, that says, hold on, Stefan Roy is going live, writing this shit like all the time. It's true. It's fucking crazy. It's like, true. It's always the smallest, the smaller things that you don't expect to make the biggest impact. Yeah, like, I mean... I don't know. I'm not even saying I'm good at this shit. People do not think I'm tweeting my own heart. Believe it or not, I I have perspective for where I'm at in my journey, and it is still quite some time for me to go. I look yeah, at him meticulous, yeah. and I understand why he's able to make the connections and moves he's making, whereas I'm more like, I mean, I'm like not quite there. <laughs> I'm like getting there. But I like uh, to think of myself as a dude who just connects dots. But that's part of it is that like, yo, you went around the city and you met like a million jillion peoples. And so you're able to just list like the fucking entire credit production line that was involved. Yo, shut up Moose Harris for the follow. The whole credit production line that's like involved within the fucking um, RBR project. You're the first to be able to do that. So there's something, yeah. so the way that you maneuver with your memory and how you deal with people's all of that stuff which yes we have drilled it into excellence meticulous is perfection with customer service everyone uh but like i'm having fun with you i'm sorry i can't help it it's too fun it's too easy <laughs> i know i know i know but the, the thing about it is that that's what makes 
most companies so successful? Yeah. Customer service. A fact. Yo, you you call Walmart. Why do you call Walmart with your bill and your warranty and all that shit in place? Like, yo, they're dealing with you. That's fair. I've never done that, but I was like, Walmart oh, also. I can... But even like the greeter, <laughs> just think about it. They have a person. Yeah. Not even here, but in the states. But there's a person. And it's an old person providing well, value not, to your... they have a year that old person checks to make sure you put on your, 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 mm. your sanitizer. So they like go into the community and take people who otherwise really can't do a lot and came up with this one job that's like to say hi to you. Like, yeah. that's kind of gangster. And who's going to and, 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 and ch- to, to an old lady well, who's I'm just not. saying hi? Yo, you got you know how You know how cold you have to be, bro? <laughs> Nah, but like it, it's uh they do have great customer service. The prices are so clear. Like everything is not hard. That's my point. That's my point. So why is it so hard for us to be able to take a business model of something that's successful and do it again? Business. It's all about duplicate. Business intelligence. It's all about duplicate. Take what's working, duplicate it, do it again. But part of that is that data set. So like, yo, I'm serious. I'm gonna bring it back to documentation. Nobody knows anything. You know how many people I talk to who sincerely are unaware of the vast number of artists? Like when I'm like, yo, there's easily 5,000 people that make hip hop music in some lane in Montreal, just the island in both languages. That is 5,000. I would put money on that number, right? And I'm talking down to broski that just dropped a thing on a SoundCloud. Because if you think he's not competing in the attention sphere of the world that we live in, then you're wrong. He just doesn't count as much. Or she, whatever. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like that. Yeah. But my point yeah. is, where's the data at? Like, how do you know this? And if you're a promoter and you want to do this right, why would you book me with my dorky ass with like gangsters, which has happened? Like, why would you even let me come to that show? You'd be like, nah, Holden, it's probably a bad look for everybody to have you here. So I go <laughs> drop my fucking track and uh, the guys stare at me like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, I don't know what to do here. You're not going to like the other two songs. So let's run it. <laughs> and then like the two guys are just like, I'm like, okay, I don't even know what the vibe is here, man. Like, it's just like, there's like real demographic realities that need to be acknowledged. Yeah. And how yeah. do you do that? That That's how the successful business models work, by the way. It's they capture a lot of data and they parse that data. And then people the use that data, which includes the demographic realities of Montreal moving into a white collar city. Um, right? That's a big one. White collar city now. We are not a blue collar city no more. It's actually changed. And trust, you go into call center land, my guy, full of rappers. Well, call center doesn't have seven rappers. Call centers are white collar. Whole world's white collar, my guy. Hip hop's like. Mm. So, yeah, you see a bunch of guys who might work at a hospital or a bunch of people in certain communities. But, like, let's be real. Everybody's in a fucking call center, even even the other side. Call centers. Think about it. Yeah. That's all white collar. Okay? I'm Funny. sorry. I used to work at a call center. Everybody worked in a call center. It's Montreal. Yeah. If you speak English, that's the job we you're... A call center. There's what? The fucking six or... There's the secure... Just the fucking survey people. There's like two or three other main ones, but you'll guarantee. Bro, I used to work for Fido. Your fucking mind geek will hire you for call center shit. Doesn't matter if you just speak English. 
that's where you end up. We are, I, yo, my whole career is a call center flip to management. Everybody's in a call center. Call center for restaurants was mine. Yo, restaurants is fair. That's another grind, and I give that <laughs> one. But I'd argue there's way more people who yeah. do call centers these days than do restos these days. Oh, hell yeah. Hell so, yeah. There's a lot of work that goes into the restaurant world. But uh, a lot I mean of you is, guys you keep telling me that I need to get into the restaurant. I'm like, yo, you guys are crazy. No, I'm I said the content world, my guy. No, no, no. Well, yes, I'm going down I'm going down the content world. I was like um, make an NFT. Food. <laughs> I was like make an NFT. I'm, I'm definitely gonna music. go with content world, but yo, the the whole fuck like to make a restaurant out of yo, that's a lot of work, man. Like, that's like when you're rich and somebody else does it all and you show up and go, that's not Yeah, what I and I want. just show up and I just pay the man. I just signed her checks. Yeah, that's I what I would love. That's exactly. I'll just, that, I'll do it then. But make like, some shit in like right the now? Sims and be like, make it like that. <laughs> Yo, listen, do this, do this. This is what this is. I literally show up one day. I'll make the motherfucking rest. I'll make, I'll, I'll come up with the recipe. I'll come up with the whole thing. And then they'll just have to do it. I like it. That's it. That's it. People went crazy on the on the, yo, know, the onion rings, um, the cheeseburger onion rings that was wrapped in bacon. Yeah, I saw it. I'm not a huge onion rings guy, but it looked delicious enough. No, oh, it's yeah. a, it's a great picture. Like for real, his food porn. I almost put fire beats and food porn is your like tag thing, but I thought porn is a bad word for keywords, so we went with no free beats instead. Uh, but fire yeah. beats and food part <laughs> is what I think of when I when I see meticulous. That's it. It's just you got fire beats because they really are good. If you do, I sincerely believe that meticulous is an excellent beat maker. No caps. Is that it? Does that mean no lie? I don't know what no cap means. It's a uh, new. Yeah, story. I had to find. I had to do homework on that. that that's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was trying it out. I wanted to see if it fit right. Okay, I wanted to see if it fit. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Like I, I, I enjoy making music, man. That's the thing. Uh, I, I I enjoy the music. Like so, every aspect of the music. But you know? since Mr. Meticulous wants to be Mr. Premium and my style is to goof on Mr. Premium, it is what it is. But I believe in my, all my sincerity that Meticulous is worth every dollar. And I don't say that lately. I think the man knows a lot, and so I have fun with it. But Yeah, yeah. All of our carnivals are all fun, though, man. Straight up. like, like, who, like we, we talked about the Fitbit. He was game for it. Yeah. I'm like, he saw yeah. it. He saw where I was coming from. And I'm like, that's good. Yeah. Data and now, mouse things. Now I'm like, buddy, I've changed up a lot of stuff. Like, I'm on my water flex. Like, mm, I'm like, focused on I'm, I'm like realizing that real life is coming back in the next six months to a year. Let's be real here. Um, and uh, I should probably get into shape a bit before then. Like, really get back on my lose weight grind because otherwise I'm in like this bad situation where like yo somebody's gonna be healthier and somebody's gonna be younger and these are two yeah. realities we have to fight man and so it's like yo yeah. you're in like i ain't shape in your 30s my guy you got dad appeal don't have to stress <laughs> for the rest of your fucking life but like you don't even need a kid to have dad appeal you just need to act fatherly it's a real thing I don't have Yo, kids. I don't, <laughs> I don't have kids. It's facts. Because <laughs> I have a daughter, right? Like, we haven't even gotten to that part yet. But like, I have a daughter. So that's when it really really hit me was when you have to act fatherly because I'm a father, you know? And 
it just worked out. But like you're like, yo, you don't even need a kid. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it for all the dudes, cause yo, okay, okay, no names, but there are some people who I'm like, yo, you know that if you just acted more like you were a dad, you'd be like a lot richer. If you partied a little less, like a little less, <laughs> just a little. It's the acting like a little dad. You act like a dad. That's the part that's killing me. It's because, like, <laughs> you'll just be more attractive to, like, everyone on some attitude shit. Young people will fuck with you more on some I want that advice shit. Um, all sorts it's crazy because that's, that's, that's exactly where it is. Like, I, I really like that. I enjoy it so much to be able to be like, yo, wait, so you heard me rant for, like, three minutes and that was valuable to you? Anytime, homeboy. Yeah, my girlfriend yeah. was tired of that shit. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, the name of the game is to help out where you can, right? Like, at least that's my, that's the name of, like, how I am. That's that's a part of my, my rules of engagement. You know, like, if mm. I, if, if you have, if you're going through something crazy, like, yo, if you just need someone to even just talk to, like, you know, I have a lot of people that, are, like, that I work with now, they, they tell me like what's going on in their life and I give them like advice and different things. Yeah. And it just, it just makes the work environment even more you know. pleasant. You know, it's dope though. You know? Is I started telling the people I work with things that are going on in my life on some, like maybe yeah. I should open up more shit. And you know what happened? Yeah. Everyone opened up more to me and now we all trust each other more. And I'm like, whoa. And it makes the work environment and it makes the work environment that much smoother yeah it's uh like everyone even like because like let's be real some of us are a little dramatic and a little intense so when you can do that it like you can empathize more in those moments and resolve things significantly quicker when there's that understanding yep, yep. it's true it's true man nah, it's true, nice. man. i love this shit. i have a lot i i enjoy it man i enjoy it yeah yeah man Let's, let's, let's go, man. Let's, let's... Nah, we go, we go, and we go in. I'm not even worried, man. This is a beautiful conversation. At the end of the day, yeah, you just man. gotta realize. I'm loving. This I'm is... loving. I, I, I like this. I like what you, I like the platform that you build. And I tell you this all the time, and I'm always gonna say, like, yo, you're a genius for this. You're a genius for like sitting down and like, yo, what happened back then? <laughs> yo, but it's it's like I said, documentation. And then, yeah, but now I, can, I can say flat out, I've talked to about 50 to 60 people in the city, including six people or five people under the age of 25. So people can't tell me that the kids in this, that you can't talk to me about every single young person in the city because Hoshe yeah. the Great can literally off the door murk most of you. Okay, flax, go watch the Crossroads Cypher. He does it week over week. Um, this NSL Collective guy this is ran by Drew. And Drew found three beat makers and they are on the fly engineering. There's he does the engineering, they make the beats. So he records yeah. shit in his shed, which is in the cold, all winter, no heat. Memorize the track, whatever. He's written whatever. He just bangs it out, does all these good promo shits. I met this kid JK. He's 17. Okay. This kid at 17 has recorded and engineered as in mixed and mastered 180 songs, and he's written still another 180. And he's 17. So everybody needs to kind of shut the fuck up like any of us above the age of 30 are ever really going to compete with that level of output and energy. 
you can't so we need to adapt our realities and like do something different here and maybe like foster an environment for the kid that it can record 300 fucking songs right can you write 300 no yeah. he's 17 he's not playing minecraft he's literally putting 10,000 hours into his craft before he turns 18. yeah literally so it's like literally people have this weird idea that like nobody to brag. that's that's like my that's my lane right there dog like I did play a bit of video games, but my lane was like, yo, music, 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 music. So that's why I look at that. I look at people like that and I'm like, okay, so I see where your head's at already. And what about All Stars that's Montreal, dope. who's just collecting these people on Instagram and making these great moves, these tournaments and all these other things that are beautiful happening in the city? And I'm like, yo, all these Facebook people, I'm like, are you on Instagram? They're like, nah. When I say, are you on Instagram? I mean, are you like actually trying to like, network on instagram a bit you know how that did you know that there are less than a hundred people on uh hashtag montreal producers there are less than a hundred posts on that hashtag what kind of wonkiness is that shit from tomorrow but you know what i'm saying like what weirdness yeah. is that like you were supposed to be leveraging this shit to like reverse engineer searches is what people have told me and so these kids are actually looking for beat makers by typing in Montreal Beatmaker and clicking on that hashtag and looking for people. And I don't necessarily know they're using that one, but that's how they find people. I know that because yeah, they were yeah, telling me about yeah. it. So if there's not even a tenth of the fucking people in the city that make beats there in a best case scenario, then like is weird. That's just weird. Actually, when I, I think about it, serious. that was an epiphany I just had. How weird that is. Like for everybody that's talking everything, everything about everything, us old men missed that one because you know, i missed that one until i thought about it like two days ago a little bit and just had the marinated moment now I, i'm and i'm happy that i'm actually a part of the marination <laughs> but that's like where all of us are kind of like none of us are going to do this alone and like i'm talking about like us is yeah we're yeah. not going to do OG. this alone we need like a group of us i mean like older strategist ceo analyst types who are clearly like yeah, yeah. What I mean is like the people that are not really so focused on making sales dollar opportunities in the immediate, immediate. Yeah. It's about investments, man. I right. look at Montreal as a big, uh, I look at Montreal as a big farm. Yo, it's literally Which a multi-million dollar industry to waiting to be built. Literally a multi-million. Yo, what's up, Golden Coast? Golden Coast is a ridiculous producer. He's what? Like, young. I think you're young. I could be wrong. He just know him from Hoshe. is 20, so I assume Golden Coast is in that age group. The fuck do I know? Okay. Ridiculous okay. producer. You know how I know him? Because Golden Coast threw it on the Crossroad Cypher, and then Meticulous threw in. So you guys are on a flyer together. I'm just throwing it out there. So, like, that's the facts. I, 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 I be seeing that flyer grow. It did grow. It's 19 producers. He's 22. He is 22. So imagine if Golden Coast at 22 links up with Meticulous, the fucking magical knowledge guru right now. And y'all collectively work on your engineer chat that you were going on yeah. with more nuanced shit. You know, like, how do we make that happen more? How do we bridge the gap? Zoom. That's part of it, but we need more. Zoom for now because of how COVID no, 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 no. I mean, we need a layer above that. How do you organize the Zoom calls? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, if we don't solve that problem, my guy, 
and we don't have this shit like yo and it has to make sense like don't stick me with the trapper like y'all could be like well sat nah i rap about work life and seriously middle class yeah. shit yeah. i don't rap about like drugs so like if you put me on stage with the audience i've cultivated and then you throw on a guy right after me that's talking about some trap shit don't get me wrong i love the trap shit i'm right there with yeah. you but the people that came to see me might not be so enthused with that shit. They might want to see like CD yeah, Matt go on nah, after and they might want to see other people in the sphere and energy realm that mean the kinds of like folk I chill with put out. And this is a no yeah. disrespecting. It's just a marketing decision. Yeah. 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 No, I hear exactly what you're talking about. Do homework on who's around you. Do homework on the show before you book an artist. Uh, yeah. Do homework on the artists, like find out what kind of music they play, find out what music they they do. Because end of the day, yeah, you're a thousand percent right. Like you're gonna throw you'll throw off the energy of the entire event. Yeah. If you have the wrong music that you're performing. Like there's this like idea that people just like everything. And that's kinda true, yeah. But like it's kind of within reason. People like vibes that make sense. You have to like curate this experience now, right? Like, and think about it. Mm -hmm. Everybody's impacted by influencers. So, yo, your live show is not an experience. If it's not a lit experience, you're not going to gain the brand reputation that you need to get those people to want to come back a second time. There once was a promoter no, no, no. who yeah. threw an event and he's throwing many events in Montreal and flexes on it. I went to a show and one of his homeboys dissed me to his face. I paid $10 for the show. And uh, he didn't do nothing about that. And I was a little irked. I never went back to one of his shows for the rest of my life. And I don't think I ever will. It was sure. his responsibility makes, to manage that situation. That makes perfect sense, though. That's logical. Right? That's very logical. Like, I've had, very, I've had similar situations where, like, I've worked with different people. And when they're giving credit to different people who are involved, like, they would just omit. I'm like, oh, yeah? Cool. And I just salute and I have no, there's no hate, no disrespect, but it's just like, I can't work with people like that. You know, like you have, I have a backbone. I also think there's like, so anyway, some level of organization. I don't know how to do it by myself. So I, I don't even I know. know. I'm trying to put it into mean, the universe though, because that the way, thing about it is, is that I've already have, I have ideas for this already. And that's, that's literally like, the other engineer that I, I actually enjoy hearing, like his work, would be Sky Beats. Mm. Sky is ridiculously cool. He's the other one too. So, like, in my brain, like I, I was just having a conversation with the artist this this week, and uh, what I look. Let's 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 look at this like uh, from an industry standpoint. Mm. You have Rick Ross, you have DJ Khaled, you have Diddy, you have Montana, you have you have Meek Mill, you have you you understand where I'm going with that sphere? Yeah. That 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 uh, future he gets in there too. Drake gets in there too. That sphere right that's the upper stratosphere of the industry in the industry 
Then you have, you know, the Kendrick Lamars, you have the J. Coles, you have the Anderson Packs, you have, you know, they're in a different, they don't necessarily always reach out. They don't, but they have their own little, they have their own little bubble too. What's missing in Montreal is what group do you, it's not to say like, yo, do you, this is your clique or this is your, but okay. like, so I thought about where you're going with this, and I kind of agree. Um, so the one thing you I you understand think... what I'm saying. I don't want to. I don't want to call it like yo. This is your like. This is it is your group. It is your squad. It is who you feature with. But like you have to branch out and work with the collective in order for you to, you know, much y'all doesn't. Everyone's so focused on themselves. That's not fully true. Personally, I'm making your collective well, well, as we speak. From what I know. <clears throat> But that's from what, what I know. Ah, that's the problem. Everybody's wrong every time they say that, and I know that because the NSL Collective is a collective called a collective. They literally—it's in their name. They're real people's. Yeah, Yo, shout out like Jose fucks with Golden Coast, fucks with JR Films, fucks with a couple other peoples, and they roll and they do their things. I'm talking. We don't have the data to make the observations that we're, we're seeing are often limited to a millennial population of people on a Facebook sphere of what we know in our universe is yes. actually just a slice of Montreal. Yeah. Therefore, um, I just feel like, yo, and here's the other side. A lot of these cats is just engineering themselves. Hoshe makes his own beats too, by the way. And Hoshe also engineers. And this next one does his own engineering. And they're like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just learn to mix and master my own shit. Whatever. It can be trash for like three years. I'm 17 to 22. The fuck do I care about? Look at Holden. He's 33 and he's still at it. I got time. Facts. Yeah. I go, look at yeah. Meticulous. He's, he was done high school in 01. I got time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here for I'm here for the long haul, man. But with that, it's like okay. So say you organize, and even me, this is me just thinking like an old man before. Say you get all your engineers on board. Well, the next generation's not even going to engineers like that, so it doesn't even solve the bigger problem. Yeah, that's just the that's just for the that's just for those who go to see engineers, right? Like, you but my boy, my boy what CB Max too. doing his shit by himself. Like the more I think about it, more what and more people. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that there needs to be like. There needs to be some sort of, or, like, I know what you're talking about, some sort of organization. I called it a council people, one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I sort of, and it's so crazy you say that, but, like, that's always been a thing on my mind. But, like, I don't even know how to. I have ideas. I don't even know how to tackle that, but I, I would love to be a part of it. I have some ideas. Mm -hmm. It's this, So, hold on. Why are you interviewing everyone? Well, how do you vet people? There now, y'all know what I'm really doing. That's why I'm mind what the numbers are, and I'm I really don't. Seven people here. That's fucking beautiful. Thank you all for real. It touches my soul, and I mean that. Like YouTube sucks. I know that there are seven people here or six because I think I'm one of them. That's still fucking blessed. Yeah, and, and, and that's not including. That's not. That's not. That's not forgetting about like people watching on Facebook or whatever. I can see a bunch watch. of five little zeros over there, but that's not the point. And then there's still the future, and then there's still whatever. But yo, there are like people yeah. here that stay here for like actual periods of time and that that's enough for me yo this is doper than sure. not being live i would have had this chat with you on a call for four hours just, yeah this is yeah. this is what it would have been yeah and now and we, we have share we that. have combos we have combos man yo shut up five on four <laughs> online mix still with whew. 
gorgeous. I hey. love seeing that shit. It's a great name, a great institution. Oh, Hold on, why did I not even do the fucking follow thing so that I can like y'all go follow these people? That was rude, man, Holden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta, I don't know. I don't. I kind of okay. I know exactly why, but I was like, okay, if there's a cool man Logan, then I can't be the cool man because there's a cool man Logan. So I'll just be the regular man because I fuck with oh. cool man Logan. So rude man. And then now it's just anything, man, Holden. <laughs> Yo, it's so crazy because I'm thinking about old man Logan. Sorry? I'm thinking about old man Logan. The cop. I don't even know who that is. I'm not even going. Logan is an old man. Wolverine. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm out of the loop on a lot of worlds. Buddy, the whole, uh, the last, the last, uh, the movie Logan is, is basically like old man Logan. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So now I know yeah. what you're talking about. I'm not that out of the loop. Uh, but... And I told you, man, I'm a big comic nerd, man. I'm always, I'm always reverted back to some sort of comic somewhere, man. Like me, I'm watching right now, like uh, the the whole Invincible TV show on, on Amazon. I got my mm-hmm. own going crazy. That's definitely on a list of my girlfriend goes, nope. And it ends. Dead. Not happening. <laughs> what happens? Like, like, oh, I I only watch TV with her at this point. I'm on YouTube. Straight up, I don't go on. I don't do any. Like, if I'm watching something now, it's straight yeah. YouTube. And I just want to learn shit. That's all I True. do. That's, I That's mean, what, that was me last summer. I mean, I don't even care if it's seven games that were tanked by game developers to troll you. I still want to hear it. Because it's fucking nifty. And there's some knowledge nuggets yeah. in that shit. So yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. really like, I don't think I've really desired to watch TV. Like I do it with, my, with, with Bonnie. Cause like, it's a thing we can do, but yeah. I'm usually not That's just decompress from everything. Nah. I mean, it's more like I got a setup where like I can do a thing and we can watch TV. So I, I don't be, a, cause yo, if we're just watching TV, my guy, I'm just going to talk and we don't want uh, that. Nobody wants that. It's yeah. Okay. Let the TV talk. Yeah. So I need to be like distracted. So it's more like. <laughs> and then yeah, she's just yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least he's not boring. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but fair enough. Fair enough. This is a great chat. I think we need to have more chats like this publicly where we're fucking candid without saying stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. But you know, there's a lot. There's a lot that. There's a lot to be said, you know? A lot to be said. Wow, man. I mean, I have a okay. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. I got a video series I'm planning that's gonna look at data and money and playlists and analytics and what I see when I look at graphs. That's it. It's just what Holden sees when he looks at the graphs. I'm gonna call it follow the money and just what I do when I determine ROI. You know what? Because yeah. I think that that knowledge might be interesting to people. I think that if people saw graphs and numbers like I did, it might be a fascinating way to start certain conversations. It can. There's a lot of people, for example, myself, through the marketing, that's definitely like my, that's definitely what I look at. I, I do a lot of my marketing through like Facebook, Facebook ads. Mm. While most people are, are, they, you know, they're on Facebook.com. I go on there sometimes. I go on there through my phone. I use the app, yeah. But when I'm on my computer, yo, I don't use. I'm on my business.facebook.com. Yeah, 
So like, I like, get the gift of being able to look at that stuff through my day job. Success, mm-hmm. failure for like six, seven years. Lots of numbers, big budgets. And I'm like, okay, well, let's say 20K a month is one of the budgets I've seen. So like I'm saying I've seen growth of like 100. Really I've legitimately watched a page grow up like five figures on some paid traffic shit over the last I, my, my job is to manage three ukrainian calls uh, agents who are my social media reputation team and we are like the crisis firm of my company for public relations like that i don't we, we are not customer service now that's what i told them they're special because they are and that's what we do so like i'm not oh, wow. saying i can do what you can do because i really can't actually i can't really come up with the way to do the paid ads right it's not really my forte I'm the guy that works with a guy like you to make shit pop. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. No, I, I think that was just that, that was just a course that I ended up taking. Right. Like I was just like, yo, COVID here. I need to learn something else. Now nah, you a hustler. And I just said, okay, learn Facebook ads. This is going to be something that everybody, bro, uh, anybody who sells anything online, they'll need somebody who knows how to market. Knows how to sell. I know how to market. I'm terrible at selling. Yeah, yeah. Knows how to sell. Knows how to knows how to throw different fishing nets to be able to gain sales. It's more than that. I feel guilty about it. I know how to do it, and then I'm like, no, but I don't. I can't charge. I need somebody that's like, you should charge people, because <laughs> I'm not. I don't do it. It's not even. It's like, nah. It's all free. Everyone gets gifts. Buddy, <laughs> meticulousmarketing.com. I mean, I know how to do the marketing. Uh, it's more like on a business tip front, it's more like, nah, just the way that people like to do a paid campaign, you have to be in a mind frame to write that copy, to make it effective to like, so the problem is is like, I just, nah, man, I'm gonna go do the other shit. I'm gonna go get that one star review and flip it to a five. That's what I do. No, well, you see, that's the thing. Like ad copy is very important. Yes. Ad copy is very important, man. Like. That's like, okay, let me frame it again. I'm the guy that knows how to answer the comments on your ad to optimize your conversion rates. Yeah. Okay. Very different thing. Not the same. You guys are actually really bad at that. No offense. Yes. Yes. So I'm like, nah, you can't. Once I, once I run a campaign, it's like, boom, now it's up to, I basically let like, for example, if it's like I'm running a campaign for artists, um, I leave it up to the artist to, to answer the questions. Like, Big mistake. You're, you're getting all of the notifications. Because I, what I do is this. like I take the logins and I do everything through their account. All right. So here's why it's a big mistake. I've tested this a few times. I'll comment on some paid ads. Why? Because it's actually good. Comment on your friend's paid ads. It helps them get reach. It, it is really helpful. And I know this on some like whatever just comment on your friends yeah. paid ads like your friends paid ads fuck their non-paid ads if you really want to help them and you see their paid ads comment like but don't click true true if you click on that buy, ad, not... you're gonna yeah, hurt them that's what they're selling. and yeah. a lot of people some people literally have models where it's <clears throat> pay per click and at that rate it could be like you just charge that dude three dollars to click so like and comment share don't click True, it's true. I had somebody actually hit me up actually on that. Actually, man, hit me up like last week actually. He was like, "Tell you something action, on." Uh, yeah, he was on IG, and he had something not not an ad, but it was just something like, "Yo, go comment on this." And uh-huh. it's um, but also okay. But the other side of it is, 
sometimes I get like 72 hours later a response. My guy, if it's more than 24 hours, you fail. That's a whole different trick. How is it taking you so long? Is your fucking paid ad? You should be engaging with me. My per my personal ads when I'm running them, yeah, I'm responding, bro. Even I'm, even to ones that even like, I might not respond to like the really like, the 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 trollers, but mm -hmm. like I'm responding to so like the honesty, the real ones. So like I'm really good at creating engagement in a safe way. Okay. So you kind of know if you can dance with a troller and you know where the line is. I know exactly where the line is. I'd never cross it really. Yeah. And I know how to, uh, whatnot. You can kind of play with a lot of these things because it really is okay to answer a troll on the condition that you say a thing that everyone else is going to agree with. Yeah, that I agree. That I agree. And I that, do that on Facebook all the time. Like I post that. I get a lot of comments and traffic. You're meticulous. Like, I know you know how to do this. I meant salespeople yeah. in general. But like. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, I understand how sales works. But like oftentimes, so yeah, I'm, I've always done the other thing. So people would do the sales and then hold them as the guy to keep your money. You needed me. Yeah. Because you're losing your yeah. fucking commission without me. You, you had the hard cases. You brought in me. I'm like your top seller in a field that really doesn't value. Like So like when I'm there, it's like salesman makes big money. I kept that sale. Without me, that's gone. True. But the reward was never the same as I'm saying. Make them win, though. Nah, but it brought me to a place where I answer virtually every YouTube comment, every Facebook comment. I do that on, yeah, I do that right now on, on YouTube anytime we drop videos. Like, for example, for Philly or things like that. That's exactly it. Lindell Williams exactly it, comments on everything. The other day, I had comments everywhere, like all comments. 30 like, comments just from one guy the other day. 30 i swear i counted it it took me like 40 minutes to answer all of his comments his male is laughing because he knows exactly what the fuck that is but yeah no because he caught he, he for him it's a game and then he'll like nudge me later and be like i got comments waiting on you you got comments we'll get him he pays me he pays me on the patreon wow so if you get the customer service on lock, you can yeah, get that yeah. recurring billing money where you'll never get the commodity money. There's that. There's the fact that you have good customer service is the biggest reason as to why other people get referred to you because the word of mouth is like a very powerful thing that, that's kept me afloat all these years. That's the only reason people are doing interviews with me. It's this like cosign shit that I find out after the fact is actually happening. Like Travis Bryant yeah. co-signed me to get dot like Don Dada wouldn't have done it if Travis Bryant hadn't said yes. And a few times this has happened where people have flat out been like, Yeah, this person said yes, therefore I did it. Yeah. Yeah, straight up and down. I saw you did the I saw you did the Don Dada, I saw you did uh Mercury. I was like, Okay, yeah, you did a few of the people that yeah, yeah, I'm winning. Where That's literally why I said yeah. <laughs> um, just to answer Ismail, uh, yes, uh, the most popular thing to have at work to uh, to like calculate your success and health of your business is called a net promoter score. And the question behind a net promoter score is how likely are you to recommend your product to a friend on a scale of one to 10? And if it's below a nine, you fail the point. So you're trying to have a ratio where you have the highest number of that. The most important thing 
in this world is word of mouth. Nothing else yeah. counts compared to word of mouth because here's the thing. Slim Jesus is the case point of what word of mouth did. Slim Jesus <laughs> went viral. And then Slim Jesus yeah. went viral a second time not long after for failing to perform. Both of these things were the results of word of mouth. Virality is a word of mouth move more than it is an algorithm move. Nah, that shit that got shared 40,000 times. You can't like, that's not an algorithm. That's you got people with some shit that made people fucking like share. Yeah. But then the word of mouth of his terrible live performance deaded him for a long time. He's actually still doing music, <laughs> I checked. But it deaded him. He left the public conversation. Like word of mouth yeah. is your reputation. Yeah. Algorithms is just like an acquisition. Like if you look at a funnel, there's acquisition, there's the nurture step, there's the fucking sell it step or whatever, there's the post sale step, and then there's the retention yep. step. So all yeah. that all the algorithm helps you with is like the first part. And most people get really good at that first part. Whereas I'm kind of went the opposite route. I got really good at that part and I've worked yeah. my way towards this part where now my acquisition funnels. I, but like everything else is unlock. Word of mouth is very powerful. Man. The most powerful. Like, like that's one of the biggest reasons as to why, like I'm still standing till this day is because of the fact that like, if people are not happy, I find a way to make them happy. I've never heard a person to... say meticulous is bad. That I try is something my best I remember. Oh, word. Yo, for real. Like, no, I mean, I pay attention to that. Not everyone has a clean reputation. And that's the facts of it. And what may, why word of mouth really matters is because while I won't ever reveal the details of the private side of these conversations, there's almost always yeah. private sides to these conversations. The stuff that never makes it to a camera and names yeah. definitely get dropped in those conversations. And yeah. It's always in the strictest confidence and like some, yo, you got to be careful about this person tip because we do warn each other. And therefore, yeah. word of mouth can blackball you. It definitely is. It, it, it's true. I talked a lot of shit. I developed a bad attitude and nobody wanted to fuck with me. I changed my attitude. People saw that and it changed the way people treated me. And it's word of mouth is everything. Yeah. Yeah, man. I try my best to make sure that nobody could talk bad about me, man. Like, nah, nobody. That's, it's a very, it's very, like, you know, it's not to say like, yo, I need to be liked by everybody, but no, I, I don't care about that. I just need to be respected by those who matter. Ooh, that was the most bar shit I've heard all month. <laughs> I don't need to be liked by everybody. I just need to be respected by those that matter. Yeah. Bro. That's, yeah. that's it. That's boss talk right there. That's some like. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not trying there are people that I know matters and there's other people that I don't even know, but they matter. But I just know that I need to make sure that I matter to the room. I think, yeah. And I just, you know, to me, like legacy is important too. Like, yeah, people yeah. remember you, right? Like they remember what you do to them at an anecdotal level in a big way. And yeah. after years of like, not being nice to people or at least respectful you don't always have to be nice you can be completely unpleasant but still be respectful that's that's exactly it and that's why i don't let um nothing is personal 
nothing is personal. Because if I meet you, chances are it's for business. Mm. So now it's a business transaction. Now it's a business. I'm not sure that I'm old enough and wise enough yet in my maturity of emotionalness to be quite there yet, but I'm certainly on my way. I certainly am. Uh, it's a work in progress on that one. It, yeah, well, no, the ability to read that in people, yeah, that's definitely going to that come with to, age. To the ability to not take things personal and to get over it is something I can do 100% of the time, but how fast I can do it is always up for debate. And sometimes it can oh, take weeks. Yeah. Oh, not me. It's like almost instantaneously because I'm just like, I don't know this person from a hole in the wall. And it's nothing, and again, it's nothing personal, but it's just, I don't know them. So Yo, you don't, like, it's the same way they don't know me. But sometimes they'll say some shit and just gets in my head and I just think about it. I don't know why, you know? And then I tell people, I, I tell people the same thing. Like, again, I have different people around me who like react differently to different situations and scenarios. And I'm like, yo. You don't have to even react. Like, matter of fact, you're overreacting right now. And I'm not even trying to, and I'm not even, and I, and I never even try to belittle how they're feeling. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, yo, if you react differently, I swear to you, you'll get a different reaction out of what the, out of their whole situation. The whole situation yeah. changes so based I'm on with you. the energy you put in there. Big facts. And, Personally, work in progress. I am very yeah. sensitive. Is something I have to. Yeah, avoid. but that, that 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 comes with age, right? That came with my that that came with knowledge. No, that came with how I'm not argue. It might come more with your kid. Mm-hmm. This is where the you mm-hmm. have a kid, and I don't think has probably given you a deeper perspective for things that I have not yet achieved. And I would argue parenting does that to a person. That does that. That's probably a big factor. That's probably a big factor. I, I do know that after my daughter was born, that was the switch up for me. She was born. I was I was twenty five when Talk when it. she was born. Talk that daughter shit. That's the way. No, she, I was twenty five when she was born. I was, uh, you know, it was it was it was a process, man. Like I I, I thoroughly enjoyed fatherhood, man. I would, and she, and she loves the fact that I'm her dad. You know. Just last week, she told me last, man, I, I'm going to, last week, then we're going to go right back. You know, last week she hit me up and she's like, yo, dad, uh, I have to do a, a school project on an artist and I want to do it on you. And I said, what? She's like, yeah, well, you have some instrumentals on Spotify and things like that. And you have a website and you have, you have things that artists have. So I told my friend that we're going to do it on my dad. And I said, oh, my God. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a, it, it's like, like, it's amazing, man. Like, to be in a position where you're, you're the center of someone else's world, unchallengeable. I moved to Toronto. I still made sure that, like, I was in contact with her throughout the whole time that I was down there. You know, like... I moved down there, and I was—I always had a video call with her every Thursday. If it wasn't—if it wasn't on Thursday, it would be like the Wednesday or the Friday. But I always, at least once a week, had a video call with her. Mm. You know, like, I even even while things had like you know fizzled out with me and her mom, like I made sure that like yo, that's still my kid. <laughs> you know, that's it. My father, he's—he's he's like. He is big in my in my sister's life. 
happen. So like the same way how I'm not going to really be shifting that out of that, that thought process out, no, I'm going to be digging my daughter's life too. That's so right. it's really, it's really interesting, man. There are different times where it's like, yo, you have to make choices for like, yo, am I going to, like, my baby mother needs this, but yo, I'm trying to get this, but it's like, ah, okay, so I got to wait on this and I got to get it next time. Here we go. I'm like, a lot of people I know that their battles with their baby moms and things of this nature is just like the point where like it's it sullies up that whole uh, that whole situation. But like at the end of the day, the kid still needs what the kid still needs. Yeah, that's uh, some part in to prioritize the way that you do. Yeah, but don't get it twisted. Some moms are are they don't want to like not. Nah. You know, like <laughs> some topic. moms are not, but other moms that like really do need the help, like yo, like like I don't know. Like, it's one of those ones where like I don't really feel like I'm qualified to speak on that. I'm not a parent. I never dealt with it. True. So yeah. Like, yeah, everything I would do is recite other shit. I know it's weird, but this is one of the only times I think on this entire show where I'm like, I don't think I should speak on that. I don't know fucking anything. <laughs> Say a word we stumbled in. It's more, I don't think I could do anything helpful because 514 Online makes give me, you're a fucking role model. Be fucking more responsible with your words and shit. And I'm like, I, I swore, even she doesn't even like swearing. Look at me fucking failing. The fuck. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happens. But it got me thinking yo, yo, about yo, that, yo. though. It got me thinking a lot about like responsibility with the words, when to speak or how to speak and what to speak on. And then when you do speak on shit. So I spoke like emotionally about those protests and it elicited like negative reactions. I spoke pragmatically about it and it elicited no reactions. So I'm like, okay, clearly being pragmatic isn't good and being emotional is bad. So it's like thinking about how to deliver messaging is so important. And yeah. What yeah. do I know about child support except for maybe what happened with my parents? But like, that's the weirdest outlier situation in the fucking world. And it's not going to add any value to like the shit. Well, yeah, no, it's true. It's so true. It's, it's like, true. people like to do that. They like to go, but my situation. And it's like, nah. It's like that cool man Logan song says, you can't be that, so don't speak on that. You, It doesn't matter what you think from the Justice for yeah, the track. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things that I, like, I could speak on a lot of different things, but it's just like, a lot of it, it doesn't, if I speak on it, it's just air. It's not going to do anything. Um, you know, it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. So it's just like, okay, well, so this can... little, these little one, two gems, they actually are going to carry value, they'll carry weight for different people, you know, like, but it's like, um, you know, you just got to just pick and choose your battles, man. It's also like sometimes oh, yeah. you see I shut up a lot and it's because like, nah, these are times when there's nothing I can contribute to this conversation, but I should still be yeah. hearing this conversation. Um, So yeah, like parenting. But, 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 but that piece needs to be heard still. So you're just like, yo, just speak the piece. That's it. So like, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I appreciate it because it I'm also... Like, yo, Buster Rhymes wrote that song about the other side of the kids on his last album with regards to child support and things like that. It's really nifty to listen to. So, like, there's examples of art that can comment the other sides of the things that I can say were, like, nifty, but, like, the fuck do I know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm lucky, like, 
I'm in a blessed position because like we, you know, me and her mom, we're very like, we have conversations, like we're, you know, we speak. So like, I never had to go through the whole, um, the court process, mm. you know, never had to go through that. Thank God for that, you know, but still the way that everything plays out is just like, hey, whatever life is, life does, you just got to roll the punches and just go and grow. I've definitely seen the stress it adds into people's lives. And I can oh, I only know. imagine yeah. that the stress makes it harder to make good art decisions. Buddy, I'm lucky that I'm lucky that she understands what I do, you know, like I'm lucky. Mm. I know that a lot of people are in their own headaches and their own they, yo, like they have subscriptions to Tylenol because of the different things that they got to go through. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm lucky that I don't have to go through these things. Man. Like, I just but I like what you made sure that, that like she understands what I do. That was one of the yeah. biggest knowledge nuggets you dropped. That one I relate to. Yeah, she understands what I do. She knows what I do. Sometimes it's really good times. Sometimes it's like yo, it's like hurting times. Like when it's really good, like. I, there's, there's every yeah, there's bread like I do, you know, but if there's not, like, it's like, yo, you just gotta wait a second. And she understands these things, you know? Yeah. So I'm, that's why I say, like, I'm in a, I'm in a different predicament than most because most people, it's just like, yo, it's just, it's, they, like, not to point fingers, right? I'm not saying that it's always the man's, or I'm not saying it's always women, but sometimes, like, some situations, the man could be in a in a predicament where he so the, the youth is are saying this is why we should just say they. Huh? The youth are like, this is why you just say they. It's simpler. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, the yeah. youth are smart. <laughs> yeah, you know, no disrespect to nobody. It's just one person disrespects the other person to the point where there is animosity. And now that there's the kid involved, it makes things a lot more sticky. You know. If everyone was just more honest and truthful with what's going on in their lives and what their intentions are, then you would have a lot less headaches to deal with. Including in music. Exactly. No, I really like what you're saying. Um, I think it's really important uh, stuff. It just makes sense to me. It just makes perfect sense to me. Just, just state, your, state what you're there for. You know, state your business. When you went back in the day and you were going to a new town, and, and somebody at the border was like, hey, well, who, who's that? State your business. <laughs> or else you're getting gunned down. That's what it was. Oh. So, and knights used to business. do the, the hand thing to like be like, look, my hand is not on my sword. Therefore, I'm I am not, not a threat. Exactly. I mean no harm. That's why we salute each other, folk. The original reasons of that shit. Well, I mean, maybe you this understand? is that. So it's like. This, yeah. is like, no, this is like the, this is like the Yo, people, like, somebody yeah. said that shit to me the other day. So this was like in an interview with this guy, King Canada. And he's like, you know, what's interesting about you. And I'm like, no, because usually I don't when people say that. Um, <laughs> right. Like it's one of those open ended. It can go anywhere questions. But man's is like, you were like <laughs> deliberately blunt as fuck about like your intentions and what you were willing to commit to. And I respected that about you. And I'm like, wait, people don't do that? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I do it with everyone. So I kind of make people do it with me. But like, it turns out, no, people don't yep. do that shit. And I don't understand it at all. It's like when yeah. you're on a dating site. Like, 
What's the fucking point in wasting time? Are you here to like date or fuck? Let me know. Let's move on. Yeah, like like just date what you're here for. Don't don't mask what you're like what the goal is. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a lot of female friends and like they like a lot of them know I'm not there for like extra like I'm not there for anything more than just like just to be cool, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't want extra headaches in my life, man. I'm I'm just trying to be cool. I'm just trying to be, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't want no smoke from nobody, you know what I'm saying? It's just like chill. That's it. You're hilarious. You no, know? and that yeah, yeah, man. If you the moment you open that the open the moment you open that Pandora's box, yo, you're in a whole world of pain. Not me. I've seen too much. Once you get to these ages that you know, once you get older, you realize some things are not worth it. Yo, big facts. And then just on a time front, you start going, yo, what could I have done with that five hours? Buddy, you understand? Yeah. You understand? It's yeah. Sometimes it's just straight up is not worth it. It's just like, yo, I'm just going to focus. That's why, like, I, I don't, I've never really been one to, like, not to say never go to shows. I go to shows from time to time, but, like, not too often because I'm not a drinker, right? So... I'm not really going to like. I'm, I would go to support the people them that I know, but like, I'm not. I don't like to circ- like be in situations with like 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 that. That's not me, man. I don't like going to shows that much anymore. Like even big yeah. shows. Like here's the thing. Like, there's a lot of nothing. Like a lot of nothing. Right. The show part, madly. Yeah. So you know what. The only experience I ever had in my life that was not that, a rave club. Uh, this shit is just constant. It's not like a lot of nothing. It's a lot of everything. There's a constant slew true. of DJs. It's well organized. It's a machine. It just operates fluidly. The events are amazing. All of that's it. That's true. Even that's the true. shitty ones are kind of amazing. That's true. And this isn't like intoxicants and shit. I'm talking about the fact that from like 10 p.m. to like 10 a.m. they will manage to line it up and make it a beautiful experience and there's enough shit on hand to like i don't mean drugs i mean like waters and energy drinks and this is and that's and it's whatever it's, that people anything that people need is available and then there's couches and then there's like you know yeah, like it's a vibe you don't want to do that but like <laughs> but when you're other drunk things you can do, <laughs> other things you want to do on those couches you know what i'm saying yeah you don't you know you don't want to do that, man. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, man, that's that's basically it. But yeah, I come back. Like, I, I fatherhood is one of the greatest things that I that I personally like have. So I'm 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 good with it, man. And the fact that she loves the fact that I do music, like I made a beat with, um, and I sampled uh, Toy Story. Oh, uh, you know, that's one of my daughter's favorite beats. Ask, is that the same? Okay, did Peter West and you do the same beat challenge with the Toy Story sample? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Roswell Beats also did that, I think. I think so. Yeah, he was part of it too. Daz was uh, my boy Daz. I got a couple other producers in Toronto that was on all a part of it too. Yeah, that's fresh. We yeah, should... when I listen, when I go, if I'm stepping into something, I'm literally calling all my people, like, yo, let's do this. So I literally was like, yo, all the produce, like this contest that happened. I heard about it and I was like, oh yeah, this is what's up? All right, hold on. Yo, and I messaged all my man in Toronto. And I was like, yeah, this contest, yo, jump this contest right here. Let's do this. And so we all jumped in. It's like six of us. 
Yeah, that's like you're going in. Like, that's what you were saying before, though. Don't go anywhere on your own and whatnot. Buddy, build a team. Build a team. Build All a right. network. When I'm, Let's go back when to I'm that. Huh? It's an easy thing to say for a person with the life experiences you've had. I'm going to throw a little bit of a different angle. Keep in mind, okay. I clearly building a team. So, like, I'm with you. I'm, I'm preaching this shit. But I yeah. also understand the challenges in a different way than you do. So yes. The issue is people hear a phrase like build a team. And then they go, how? So what's the, what do you do to build a team? Like, what do you actually do? Depends on, depends on the position of the person asking. Can you clarify on that answer? I don't know. How to follow that up? The person though. asking. So the person saying, "How? Is they, are they a rapper? Are they a producer? Run it. Are they an engineer? Run are it for they, like everybody. It depends on what they do specifically. You so have what to does find, a rapper do to build a team? What a rapper does is he goes to find a producer, his own producer, one that he's gonna buy his beats for or from, and that's his source. That yeah. producer's job is to now find an engineer. Yo, I have this dope artist. Da, 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 da. Yo, we want to come and record over here. He knows engineers. That's his next up. Mm. Who's the next? Who's the engineers next up? Getting the music out there. Most engineers in Montreal know how to get your music distributed. If you don't already know how. Distributed. <laughs> exactly. It's that's all I do. I actually upgraded to the label once so that way I could do things for my label. You know, like that's literally what I'm on right now. Yo, I I have the, the, the middle one. Cause if yeah, you the actually, $35 one. If you check Chris Chrome's music releases and you look at the bottom, it'll say behind that suit on that shit. Cause shh, we're yeah. doing things in bigger pictures. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, the whole, that's exactly it. It, was right? also like, like, it would save us $5 a month. And that doesn't sound like a lot. Five U.S. dollars. So let's call it what it is. Seven dollars a month. Seven dollars yeah. a, a, a year or whatever. I don't care. Times like a hundred or ten is seventy dollars. And it felt like it was worth saving that little bit of money. You save how you can. Because you still have to spend it over somewhere else. Yo, that SaaS money though. Yo, when I check how many things you got to pay for these days. And the little $18 purchases and shit, man. It's like... Funny. So you want to be on the podcast sites? You want to hear the audio version of this on Spotify, which it will be on later on Monday? Like $18 a month was the one I go with because they're just there and whatever, whatever. And then you pick the next one and you pick, because yo, you could probably find the free one, but you want customer service on a service like this. And you ain't getting fucking shit all customer service from a free app on a service like this. Buddy. This is what I mean by you. You gotta, you gotta be using different, different services and different man options to be able to run your your business like successfully. I pay uh, I pay a hundred bucks American a month to be able to run all the websites that I have. And in return, you gain experience points business. slash money. Business, business 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 yeah that's, like, literally, that's literally it it's like you have to spend 
I don't know how much you actually have to spend in dollars. You definitely have to spend in time and or dollars. I'm going to throw it like that. I've done a lot. I, um, okay, I'm lying. I spent a lot of money. I spent, I spent a lot of money right now. What the fuck am I talking about? I'm actually spending Both, quite a bro. bit of money right now. If it's something that you love, if it's something <laughs> that you I'm like, you're, gonna, you're investing both. I'm like, I'd be lying to myself. I'm like, literally, I complain off camera. Like, yo, this shit's actually getting expensive. But my like all in Thank monthly you. cost, because yo, there's at least two people now that I give a monthly to because there's the engineer producer guy that I work with. He's engineer and producer. And yeah. guess what? He was giving me distribution tips the other day for this next song. I'm like, fuck off. Look at meticulous spit and truth like that. So whatever. But I pay him on a monthly. He just gets an amount of money forever. And then when, yeah. when I'm rich. And then now there's Chris who now gets an amount of money for that editing shit. So if you need editing yeah. services done, call up Chris Chrome. He can even do visualizers. That's what's up. That's actually pretty good. I saw the one that he did for Lorelai. Facts. It was really good. I would. I'll be yeah. honest, I would not push him. But then until I saw that, I'm like, yo, we got to push Chris. Yo, really? Like, yeah, I saw that word and I was like, ooh. You're like, let's get okay. Chris some business here. Like, let's get Chris some capital up in his shit. And then, pretty you cool. know, like, cool. Golden Coast, y'all can afford his shit. Trust. Go fucking hit him off for beats. And then when you upgrade to Meticulous. <laughs> I could put, the thing with me is this. Once you're working with me, I'll, I'll start putting you down different rabbit holes. That's what artists around me know. Mm. Is that like, yeah, you, you're working with me, but now I'm like, okay, take this now. You take the football and you go play it over here. Mm. I'll point you in the direction. I'll show you the next. While I'm working, while we're working on your song, I'm showing you tips. I'm, I'm showing you different things that could happen for your music. While we're working on the song version. You're that's how, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll put like, look, when I'm engineering, I'll I'll make an artist. So here we go. Here's here's how we do. Artists will come to see me. They'll have the instrumental ready, or they'll be like, okay, I'll email you the beat or whatever the case is. We'll, we'll load the beat up. We'll load up. We'll set up the project. Um, we record the song, the whole song, all the parts, all the elements, all the ad libs, all the backs, everything. My turn. Okay. Now I go and I start doing my search. Uh, at the end of that, before the song is obviously completely finished, I'm like, yo, do you, do you want any beat cuts on the thing? Because those are, uh, I define beat cuts like on rappers' songs. Yo, those are little things. Those are those are gems for your videographer. Lorelai literally was like, you gotta cut the beat over here on this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are those are gems because why? It's all about the vibe of the song. No, but why for the videographer? And I say it's for the videographer because it gives the videographer something to play with. What's a beat cut? Where you remove a beat from the, from the song, from that little section of a song. Just like you, a, a line or like... A filter on it, or, like, or you like, put a filter on it, so that way it sends it into the basement. So like that part where you would drop the beat for like just a line or two to like add that punch. Yeah. Just yeah. that all a line. And then you do, and then what I do is I'm like, yo, we got to, instead of just letting the beat just start, I'm like, yo, make the beat stutter. Yo, make the beat re like, like a record, like back to regular, like mm. all kind of crazy things. It's just so that way the videographer has more to play with. No, but how does that manifest into playing with? Like, I'm not the best. Because, because I'm all about the audio. How does the audio translate to a visual? 
See, that's why I the suck at it. The audio makes an effect. The videographer has to make a video, a video, a visual effect at that particular time. So you're saying you're forcing your subcritical. You're forcing the videographer to do yeah. something outside the box because they can't just leave nothing there. Nah, and I tell that to, and I tell it to every single artist that I work with. I say, listen, this little glitch right here, your videographer needs to think outside the box right here. Mm, if not, go back and tell him you don't, you don't like it. Definitely, it's a good move here and there. I think it's like a pepper one. You pepper it, and because yeah, like, I'm an album guy, this. right? I so spice like, up the song to force it. It's not necessarily to force you to think outside the box, but it, it, it's, yo, that part is pretty dope. I need something big to happen visually there. I need big visual effects at that specific moment. So you like really understand single marketing. Yeah. And I'm like mad into album marketing, like the story yeah. of a project in a bigger way. Like that's my shit. Yeah, we could do that too. We could do that too. No, no, but we what I'm saying is, so like as you're saying this cut thing, I'm like, man, max three tracks in my head. I'm like, max three tracks. Like I don't even want Buddy. that shit. I'm more than that. Buddy, when I send, when I send, uh, I tell people this too. I'm like, yo, listen, I'll put a filter. I'll put a part of the song where it's like through the telephone. So now it's like, yo, in your music video, yo, you gotta be like, you're on the telephone. Like, I hear you. Like, I'm like, literally like, playing out okay. like, the visuals. So, so I hear what you're saying in terms of this stuff. I suppose if it's more elaborate and more interesting than those two particular examples on repeat, and like, there's a way yeah. to make a hook, like, we'll, well call no, it a hook. We'll call it like, um, a hook it's of like some kind. Like an effect hook. Like effect yeah, hooks. Okay, I'm, now I'm with hooks. you. Now I'm with you, okay? Not even on all hooks. No, just no. Little, little I'm saying, hooks. no, because a hook is not a chorus. I looked that up. Those two okay. words are not the same. A chorus is any repetitious part of a song. So typically we use yeah, these words interchangeably. A hook is literally anything that's a hook. So if it's the first line of a okay. verse and it's like a hook, you know, I can't think yeah. of any good examples now. But sometimes the hook will be part of the beat. Like... Like that's the hook. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. hamster dance shit. You knew what it was because that sound was like a hook, or like that. That so hook writing is really about putting shit. So pop music is particularly amazing. Uh, pretty much making the whole song a hook. Yo, you're telling me about yo. Say words so that I'm I'm, I'm a hook master. Yo, but for a singles game, I'm an underground album guy. It's like okay. that isn't my favorite. It's yeah. more like I recognize I need a one tool like that here and there. Yeah, but that's what I'm showing you is that when producer makes a beat, he's just making the beat. There's yeah, no, facts. there is no, you know, you understand? Because it takes the lyrics of the song to create that, to be like, okay, this sounds like this could have a nice little moment here where it's just by itself and then bring the beat back. Or this sounds like you would put this into a filter over here. Because I love to, I don't know. I love playing with filters, man. I love playing. I like sending music to different places because people have no idea what's coming next. You know? No, I totally hear that. But you're an engineer. Like so for you, fire. you see like all the million effects and all the options on that front, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even fully know how to communicate a lot of the things I would want to do. I literally learned how to expand my vocal range just so I could fake effects better for my engineer. So I could be like, nah. I don't need to tell them I'm going to cascade my voice. 
I'm gonna drop it down real rough so I can just spit the yeah, you know, yeah. and he can enhance that shit and at least he'll know what the fuck yeah. I'm going for. But like it's cause I didn't know yeah. how to even fucking use language to describe that shit. Now I can. But I couldn't screw that, man. We're not supposed to use the screwed thing no more unless DJ Screw blessed that shit slash the lean is a bad association and the Houston Steen has moved it to like shit like chop not slopped and whatever, whatever. So hey man, chop and screw the thing. I know exactly what they mean by when they say that. I'm just yo, I'm doing my due diligences, okay? I'm just doing the diligences. Yeah, but, I know, I know. But because remember, I'm coming from the era where that was like a thing. No, dude, I have a chop. I called it Slowed Not Chopped remix for one of my tracks dropping on April 28th, my guy. Like, I'm saying, we did the, took the video, added a purple filter. Yo, my, my, my dude just did this, right? So, because my dude did this. He called it Purpril, all right? I'm like, that's Liddy, bro, because it's the Liddy bros that did this. Um, So, I'm like, fuck it. He took his whole, like, album, redid the videos with, like, a purple tint, made everything kind of look nice with the chopped uh, feeling and everything daily drops and shit i'm like yo that's that's actually kind of smart and then next man's dj crystal clear who offers the service to this was like how can i get more clients and i'm like maybe do like a couple free ones for some people that know people that would want this so they can because all he did was doing pop songs like you know fucking wu-tangs and shit and i'm like yo i'm not gonna go listen to a wu-tang song and be like i need that on my thing but then i heard i heard my dude remix his album uh like that and i'm like maybe i do want that and then my <laughs> own track and now i'm like yo i thought to your yo this it's actually really good like if you like the first one when it drops you'll find out what it is on the 28th you'll like this one in a cool way too i don't know how to describe it so i fussed with the whole thing it was um just the language that i got educated on recently sure 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 it just kills me, man. I, I don't know. I've always just called it chopper screwed, and it's been like that since those they times. Kept, so. But a lot of people died on that. So the screwed oh, part for sure. is the association with the lean. And so yeah. the Houston scene is like, nah, let's, let's rebrand it a little bit. Well, it's like chop not slopped or whatever. And I'm like, fair. I like that. It, and so he True. rebranded all this shit and I'm just trying to be respectful to like the culture of what it is because it's yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, y'all don't understand right. how dope this shit is this like they slow it down and then as they go through they're just like chop chop and then your lyric will be like so it'll be like whatever whatever wh- wh- whatever and whatever it comes yeah. out it's way better than what I just what, did what, whatever. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just like and that chop will go exactly with the beat and all the... yeah bro yeah, bro. Like, I trust me. That's what I like. I love that. I love that. I love that, man. Like, I when they started doing that to All About B, All About B's music, and then when Paul Wall and, and Mike Jones came out and these guys started doing all of that, yeah. mm. what's it? Then nah. they would reach back. and It was crazy, man. It was crazy. Now you make me go down memory lane again. Holy. That's good. <laughs> But yo, the fact is, if you want to even get that done now, it's doable. Cause there's people all yeah. over that. Do- yo, my man's got this shit done on fucking Fiverr. On Fiverr, he found a guy and it was blessed. It sounds amazing. I'm That's like, pretty good though. I'm like, <clears throat> no, somebody hit me up and said they would do it. I can't remember who the fuck it was. Somebody's like, yo, I can do that shit for you. 
Like, yo, don't fucking go over there. I can do that shit for you if that's what you're like. I'm like, yo, so people in the city, I can't remember who it was. I'm pretty sure I'd, I'm pretty sure I'd be, I would be able to pull it off, like, please. So, like, I'm pretty sure. now, it's I'm, a not, lot of, it's just... I'm, I'm not saying Montreal should be going ahead and jacking this shit, to be fair. It's not. Yeah, really I know what you mean. It was yeah. more like, and actually, the dude I'm doing is like South. He's like the guy that did this for me. It's actually to help him sell his brand. So, like, that's why I was like, okay, I'll, it helps somebody. It's a cool idea. Yeah. But like, he's well, helping people, right? It was because, yo, this guy literally hit me up. Yo, he, he's giving me $70 worth of bits. I'm like, I got to do a thing for him. I don't understand why. I don't understand why. It doesn't make no sense sure. to me. But he's a cool dude. Just a little. Those, a are, the little ones to, those are the ones to find, man. There are a lot of. Those are the ones to find. It's an experience. Watch for him when he's in the chat and you'll see what I mean. It's an experience. <laughs> yeah he's oh just... man that's pretty crazy man but um that's pretty crazy the one thing i wanted to make sure to bring up this time was uh boom have you heard of uh factor yeah yes i have okay. i really have okay so for know. those who don't like what factor is, is they are basically a organization that just gives you money to work on your project, to work on your single, they have, product, they have money, they have grants that's available to give you uh, money for your album. They have grants that's available to give you for- Do you know how uh, to do that? I am now on the jury for that. <laughs> huh. I don't really know what that implication is. Are you supposed to be- I'm, I'm basically one of the men who selects Yes, no. I'm on the jury. Like, when it's time for, like, evaluations and stuff, like, they'll be sending me projects, and I would be one of the people who Do you know how... approves or denies projects for funding. So that ties into something somebody said a little bit earlier <clears throat> about sounds and the importance of sounds regardless of style. Because he, he well, probably yeah. can't say it, but I can think it out loud influences and all can't be said because impartiality yeah. meticulous is a very impartial guy i'm 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 just saying it's not yeah I'm just i'm just very i'm, I'm allowed to, i'm allowed to say the, all of these things yeah very and i'm allowed to agree with them no <laughs> i hear you my guy now this is you great know, shit for the city honestly that's my point but even right? if that's it's just like even if it's just for like what we cannot say on camera, okay? Like I'm not saying you're gonna snitch, but you can give us an idea of like things that maybe isn't around as simple, like how many people are involved, the this, the that's how it actually works, you know, things that not, not like how to win. Believe it or not, I don't believe in that how to win shit. Fuck that. Nobody needs to know how I'll to give win. Give you blueprints for things you don't understand. Exactly. If you watch in, if you watch in a. The best way I could explain it to you was like this, Assassin's Creed. When you go to a new section of the of the map, you got to go and climb to be able to see that area. Mm. Zelda stole that from fucking Assassin's Creed, didn't they? Assassin's Creed. That's how the maps get unveiled for you. Okay. So that's what... I've been at this for a very long time. Life overall, I've obviously like 
lived through a lot of different things. Like, I don't know, I just like to help people out. So if there's a way that I can help somebody get to a different position, if I'd be like, yo, I'll tell you how to do this, you know what I'm saying? I might, sometimes I might be like, yo, like, you know, like 30 bucks, 40 bucks, whatever, like, it was just somebody, and I'll give you, a, like, I'll drop a jam on, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I do that. Sometimes I bless you. It all depends on how I'm feeling that day. <laughs> but I drop gems. Say the value proposition of meticulous dropping his marketing shit on you if you really want to play that singles game and you don't want to be like holding really just changed and you should you should really like it increased that's what i can say i would bless that yeah that's big man yeah congratulations dude i try i i try to be as um i look at montreal as a farm and every single artist and business is a new plant that I'm like now helping to water. That's why you said that almost exactly the same about the last one. Yeah, this is how I see it. Like every single artist that's here is like, yo, they're eventually if they if they use the right nutrients, if they're if they're collecting the right amount of sun, if they're you know what I'm saying, they could grow into something huge. They could grow into they could grow into something that's not been seen before. But I think the same thing goes past the artists. It's not just the artists that are struggling. It's, it's the, it's the team. But it's, it's like all of it. Like the video guys probably having trouble, the beat makers the having team. trouble. It's the whole team. It's the whole ship. That's why I'm like, that's why I can't stress the importance of having a good team. Like, did you all know that Don Dada said, flat out on my interview? That if you steal one of his Spotify beats, release it or hit him up, he'll probably like let you release it as a remix with split royalties. Like, did you know that yep. that's a thing you can do? So when you're all copping the Amino Dominis and whatever, whatever's, you're not hitting up the Don Data. They're, in a way, they're like it's not to say they're doing the, the the city a disservice, but like there's a lot of people here that's doing what it is that you're looking elsewhere to to, to find. Facts. You bet you there's a hundred. Bet you there's like fifty people right now, producers in Montreal, the beat pack, for twenty dollars, leasing a mate, already ready to go. Nobody can act like they're doing a revolutionary thing if you're cooking it up. And I'm saying that. Come the fuck on. If I was a producer, yeah. I'd have a beat pack ready to go. It's like a 2012 yeah. move. But I have a whole website with beat packs. Like, the problem is more that the people here don't know how to find the Montreal producers i say that myself included i got lucky but like yo it's kind of i got lucky i found a guy and recently i've been able to meet producers but there was a yeah. patch where like i literally made an album with a guy in alabama because for a while i didn't even know where to find a montreal dude that i could like price range afford true and that was true. we're talking 2019 2020 so yeah. i ended up in a bad yeah. situation actually it didn't go well because uh, he ghosted me and he's in Alabama and I was like shit I'm working local for the rest of my fucking minutes here I'm like fuck that Montreal beats for real sure. cause at least if you're in Montreal I can you know figure something out <laughs> there's ways to yeah there's ways man like you can politic with people like I, my thing is yeah no free beats but I'm like easy person to talk to you know so like if you have a couple of questions or you want to negotiate something yo let's talk yeah. make it fair but let's talk that's true. And I'm mm -hmm. just saying, like, every single beat maker I've talked to in Montreal has been mad reasonable. 
mad yeah. like, yo, the rappers just don't holler. They steal my beat instead. And I'm like, yo, they steal your beat? They're like, they steal my beat. And I'm like, Buddy. bro, you know when you upload that beat, we get notifications. Like, you know what happened one time? I was playing music on my Among Us stream, and it told me who stole YouTube beats and what YouTube beats they stole. I didn't look at the timestamps, but I could have identified the exact beat that was stolen because of the copyright claims on my video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was like mad. It's That's crazy it. how that works, eh? So it's like, yo, there's even ways to like get caught that you're not aware of. I've, I've had, uh, I've had like, it's crazy how, like, even me one time I remember um, I was at my boy's house and I had some beats at his house. And uh, I remember going, like we were going through different beats. Uh, we went to, I, I ended up going to the washroom and I came back out. And another one of this guy's boys was at the house and I didn't know what had happened. Turns out that when I went to the washroom, like he ended up copying like a few of the beats onto his hard drive. And so from that moment, I realized I'm tagging everything, no free beats if it's leaving my house. Mm, that's fair. That's what really, that's what showed me that. I was like, yeah, but I mean, it's not to say like people are grimy. You know, people are grimy. People like to pull a grimy move as soon as they can. If they could pull a wool over your eyes, they will. <laughs> So, but then there's that just, so then there's the other huh? side where I don't know. I'm watching certain people collect things from other cities because the people in other cities come from small towns. They don't have that Montreal mindset where I'm in a city, whatever, whatever. So they know anybody in a small town knows you got to hustle for anything. You can't pull off what yep. can be done here. So even the beat maker hustles, the the photographer hustles, the everybody hustles, which is where like yep. I see my boy Eulogy. Um, and they got the squad, man. They got it all on lock. And they're all working together to get out kind of this, the, the small town vibe. So none of them are as focused on dollars. They're a little more focused on building and making high quality products together as a team from the video to the whatever, whatever's. And they all put team. it in work. Did it again. That's what I'm saying. But they're not Montreal. Fair enough. They're Ontario small town land. But I fucks with them. They're real cool people. Um, like they're like when COVID's done, people I'm really looking forward to meeting. Um, yeah. Anyway, I forgot exactly. My whole team in Toronto was like that. Like, I have a team. I have a, like, that's how I built the label was through a team. But, like, with that, you have a lot of beat makers and other resources here that are maybe not as aggressive with what they need to do in terms of finding rappers. Yeah. Like, if you know find the rappers that, are going to be a little lazy. Find people that suit your sound. You know, you know what? When I did, um, before, when, when COVID first hit, I was speaking on, uh, on a webinar that I did with Cato on the track on the, at our last interview. When I did that webinar, one of the number one things he said to do is to find artists who suit your sound. Cause okay. he's like, yo, your beats are, your beats are from like, during this webinar, like he had, this webinar had, um, he had himself and he had just signed two other artists or two other producers rather. He was building a producer. Is that the same dude that like just is on the Breaking Records contest beat making team right now? No. Okay, that guy was named Kato. No. So I wasn't sure. I wasn't no. Sure. Well, no. This is a this is a dude from the states. I don't okay, know okay, about. Okay, okay, no. okay, okay. Anyways. Yeah, but them guys are good. Yo, Essence and these guys, those guys are good people, man. Those guys are really good people. I knew them. I, I met them when I was in Toronto. Mm. It's pretty cool. That's why when I seen them on there, I was like, yeah, say a word, yeah, buddy. <laughs> you know. So the number one thing you want to do is, is, is 
Kato telling you to find people that oh, yeah, make Kato. sense for your song. Yeah, Kato. Yeah. So what the number? That's what he was. So he built a little. He's building a label. So he has like two or three other producers he signed. And so two, the two of the producers that were there, um, Danny Couture and uh, what's the second guy's name? A A something. I don't. I don't remember this guy's name. He's a dope dude too. Um, so they were part of the judging team. So every time that they, they were playing somebody's music, they were always talking about like, okay, uh, how long have you been doing this? You know, you, you got, it sounds okay. You got a lot of things that you got to work on. And that would just literally be coaching people's music. But like, that's how, you know, like when they got to my music, it was just straight like, yo, what was your favorite one? Yo, I like this one. Yo, I like this one too. Yo, this one was sick. Yeah. And so they ended up eating it up like it was bubblegum. So they're like, yo, you just got to find people who, match the sound that you have and put out music mm. and so oh that's that second one Ooh, i know uh, what you're so talking I'm, about so add, i'm like you know what hold on okay. hold on and huh? put out music big yeah. importance yeah oh that part yeah you know, that yeah. we can't gloss over that part. That's the part where a lot of people make the big mistakes. The world, but you're not putting anything out, like, bruh. albums on a hard drive. This, that, the next thing. Uh, that's why I have a lot of my beats on my website. I have some music on 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 Spotify. I got like you know, just mm. drop music, release music. You got you know what it is when you look back and you listen to the music that you released back in like five years prior, ten years prior, whatever. However, however long. When you go back, you just two large men eating foods between breaks and everything. What? That's your skit on your album from six, seven years ago. Just, oh yeah, two large men and they're making yeah, man. Yo, like, stops. We're gonna go eat the food in between it. It's just yeah, a competition like, yeah. to see who can eat. The I was like, that shit stuck with me. That yo, was hilarious. Fam, we had a lot of fun doing that into those interviews. We have a comedian. His boy, his name is uh, is Quinn. He's in Toronto. And so, I because I'm I'm a big guy, and you know what I'm saying I own the fact that I'm a big guy. I'm not ashamed of it, not afraid of it, no nothing. I'm a big guy. Deal with it. You know what I'm saying? My partner, he's a big dude, same attitude. So what did we do? We had a comedian come to the studio, and basically make fun of fat guys for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, we were in the we were in the we were in the you know the studio half. He was in the booth talking and shit. We were dying. We were dying. So we just had him go in there and talk all that shit. And that was it. I took that audio file and I chopped it up and spliced it all up between the whole album. That's how all those interludes came into play. You know what my favorite part about even Ticulous is? When you're like exceedingly proud of yourself, you get this like glossy look in your eyes where you like pat yourself hey, on the back. Yeah, That's one of my favorite parts of you. I'm, you're listen, a man there's a who lot of knows how to be done. proud of himself. <laughs> there's a lot of things that I've done that I'm like, I can't believe we thought of that. That's yeah, that's a good moment. Man. I love that feeling. Yeah, Ismail is a yeah, question. it's an amazing feeling. Yeah, do you think outside the box, and the result is amazing. You're like, yes. <laughs> What are your thoughts on tight beats? Do you make tight beats at all? I label them tight beats. I <laughs> I listen. I'm like, I label it tight beats just because I know that that's what's going on right now. 
but I always have a title for my beat. I send it off most of the time. Matter of fact, here's here's what I end up doing because I have one of my boys in Toronto who's like really good at like understanding, and he listens to all kinds of music. My man Dolo Cruz, he listens to all kinds of music. So what I end up doing is I'll send him like five beats, and I'll be like, "Yo, I need you to tell me like three three artists to each of these beats that they that these beats sound like." And then when he said he'll send me a list back and be like, "The first one sounds like this, this, and this." It's like when it sounds like this, this, and he'll tell me. I'll be like, cool, thank you. And that's how I put it out. Mm. <laughs> that is the most amazing thing. It, it took yeah, a second. To I don't make, I don't make music to uh, make it on purpose sound like somebody. I make music because I enjoy making music. No, now, but like, because of the fact that labeling music is easier when you label it as a tight beat. That's what I, I figured was happening here. I'm like, I bet. Like, yeah, there's probably some YouTube channels that really just make a lot of bank on some generic shit. But I think most people make tight beats because, like... Most people do. They because they're, cha they're chasing what's popping right now. That's what I meant. They don't have their own sound. Mm, so it's like you can go That's on YouTube and you can watch a bunch of tutorials on how to use a bunch of effects to create... A certain thing here's the thing like for me i was like i kind of yeah. get where this is coming from because i feel like they were just not called type beats in the past they were just called other shit they just went with beat names but they like, were just called the instrumental that the, that the producer yeah labeled the beat at. and then like because you remember jija right like back in the day jija j-e-e-j-u-h so i did yeah. like one of them contest and shit and i noticed something right off the jump with jija beats like i tried to do a second contest but i couldn't fall in love with their beats because it was the same like Four bar intro, sixteen bar verse, eight bar chorus, fucking sixteen bar verse, eight bar chorus, sixteen bar verse, eight yeah. bar chorus, four bar outro. The default, the default. And I'm like, I suppose I could give that to my guy, and then he takes the stems and does surgery and shit. But man, yeah. that's like, like I don't enjoy that. I don't want to have that's that's your job, beat maker. Arrange music. <laughs> Yes and no. They'll give uh, you what the basics are. I want a beat maker that arranges music listen, that's properly. Listen, you're actually you're, you spoke on something very important. That's the difference between a beat maker and a producer. Okay, then I don't ever want to work with beat makers. Every beat maker I've ever worked with is a producer. Then, because I only fucks with people who can arrange music properly. Producers know what they're doing. Beat makers just make beats. Like I swear, every beat I've ever selected. I've never asked for a single, single alteration on. It was a song, and I met the guy halfway in my head. Yeah, yeah. That's how all my everything on my website is sequenced. They're all like, all ready to go. You know, like you'll hear the difference in the music. Okay, this is where the, the verse mm. is. Like, don't or there's a one-two time you might be like, fuck that, I wrote an extra 90 seconds, you kind of have to make the beat longer. That happens, whatever. Yeah, that happens. But then that I happens, expect him to make it magical. Yeah, that happens. Like, I have moments where, where, where artists would be like, okay, I want to buy this beat for me, this beat is sick, but yo, can you add a bridge in a different key? I'll be like, oh, shit, okay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll throw it off, and I'll be like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, Let's do that. And I, I, and I do it, you know? There's a lot of different fun things. That's why music is so amazing because of all the vast things. It's limitless. Nah, it's true. 
it's lim this the only thing that is limitless there's no like you, you there are times where you can put too much things on a song yes but just with all of the options we're staring at i can make something do anything <laughs> to be fair if you do throw all that stuff on a song you can even call it avant-garde and there is a fucking group of people that'll consume that and like bump it I don't know how deep exactly. you've gone into the avant-garde music community. I don't know about I I know I know about a lot of um what's that? I don't know about what the actual title is. I know that there's a lot of people who deal with a lot of stuttered music, a lot of music that has a lot of effects on it. Yeah. No, I mean I straight up, there are people that like are like it's almost like anti-music, like they play with noise, or like yeah, or like yeah. I reviewed this clipping album. And they literally end a project with like this 18 minute shit where they burn a piano and you just listen to the fuck. It's like ASMR. It's it's fucking like, I don't know, man. People like, if, like when you say limitless, I don't think people understand all the other dialect directions that some people try to take it. Now, is it That's always... why I don't only make hip hop. Mm. Yeah, me, me neither. That's why I don't only make hip hop because there's so much other. If you go on Spotify, make cloud rap. If you go on my website and make a lot of hip hop, R and B, that's all some pop. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm literally like Spotify. When I drop music on Spotify, it's gonna literally. The, I'm working on something right now that's gonna be a big project that I'm gonna literally be all. I, I think, I'm, yeah, you know about that area. You're a part of it. Well, I you know, was like, I want to be on your project, and you're like, yeah, boss man move. I'm gonna I'll holler at you later. Blah blah blah. But now you said I'm on it, so I'm like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. I'm, I'm gonna that. work on. You know, I'm saying this project is gonna be like a real Spotify. Like, you know, it's a big thing. It's gonna be literally like a big collaboration. I already have a couple tracks already done. Mm. Um, I'm sitting on. A, I'm, I'm sitting on a song already done with like Boy Blue. Yeah, that's. Being, you know what I'm saying like to be on project with some names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm literally trying to. Half I'm these people, building out this whole yo, you know why that's actually significant to me? Just because let's say that happens. This is what that does for me. All those people right now who don't give a fuck that I exist yet would be like, "Wait, that guy, that guy, that guy. you know." That's the moment, and it happens a lot. The thing that, about it is, I like that because you're an underdog. Your respect, but that would that would actually I, help I, me I, more I, than it would not help me. <laughs> like I'm not I even like, like lying. That shit would like fuck Girl, me. Mm. Montreal's I've always been an underdog here. Always. You know That's what I'm saying? True. So like I like I see what I know what it is to be. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just try to just motherfucking like I wanna, I wanna go, can, can we go back to that sound of the city thing? I wanted to ask you about this earlier, but it didn't happen. But I was yeah. talking to Lush One. Yeah. So Lush One is pretty okay. significant in the California battle rap scene. He was part of Grind Time. He fucks around here. He's with King of the Dot. But he knows Montreal. Yeah. Like he was able to say, I could tell you're from Montreal by your accent, which made me realize there's a Montreal accent for the Anglos here. And I there don't is. even know that. I don't even know what it sounds like yet. I don't know. Like that made me realize, yo, why do we not play to that? Like there's an example of something that's a sound from Montreal, our accent. Do we we don't even next we don't even acknowledge it. <clears throat> the thing about that I personally don't I don't acknowledge it because when I talk to people, people think I'm from the States. Fair, but they think I'm from the states too. But I would like, imagine we could flip that to nah. That's what the states sounds like. We Muntry. I, I that's what I say. I'm like, yo, I'm from Latine. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> nah, you don't but, sound like it at all. I'm like, they, no, I know, but it's because that you get that in Toronto, or did you get? I get that. 
big time in Toronto. You're I, from Montreal. Because I went on this Reddit forum just the other day on the stream as we looked up at Montreal accent, and it was just a bunch of people who went to Toronto and complained about Toronto's calling them Americans and saying that like that was a real thing. And I'm like, huh, literally never noticed. And then they were doing all this shit. Where yeah, I'm like, no, I don't say that shit like Ontarians. It's a big, it's a big thing. When I was over there, I was talking to different people and like, I'm wearing a Montreal Expos hat. They're like, yo, what, what part of the States are you from? Mm. Like, what? Yo, oh. I'm from Montreal. I'm from Lachine, bro. So, okay. So now we know there's an accent and we are, most of us probably aren't even not aware of it. Let's go. With yeah, I didn't route. even realize that. So let's talk about fans. So let's be real. Montreal can go real far on top of like us as artists and our little ecosystem. But let's talk about fan fans. Like, Somebody that's going to just pay money to go to your show and then pay money for your merch and then go home and you might never talk to them again. Like a fan fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. The ones who the ones who will give you your email for their mailing list. That shit. Fan fan. Fan fan. Um, so how do you... Artists get... are all supposed to actually, have I'm, a mailing list. Actually, I'm grabbing that. That's a good way to put it. People were asking me what I meant by like pure fan or whatever and I was having trouble articulating it. I like that. Somebody down to give you their email for promotional material. That's a real fan. Somebody that's willing to buddy, let you spam them. Buddy, I have like a, I have a mailing list. It's got about maybe two hundred people on. Yeah, that's lit. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a very important thing if you're going to be going yo, down the route of, of being digital. Yo, I started so, collecting a mailing list for Crossroad. I was like, wait a second, yeah. we're collecting a mailing list. So that's our that's one of our new growth metrics. Is uh, now here's what, here's what it does for you. If Facebook ever decides to close down, mm-hmm. if you don't have a mailing list. You have no access to those whoever whoever you know wants Fair your enough. shit. Um, so you now have complete access, direct access to your fans, to the people that who so that, would spend on. But let's go back to like because mailing list is clear. Yeah, I'm with you a hundred. It's like perfect what you're saying, but still the sound thing. So these fans mm-hmm. that we're talking about, they are people who live in Montreal. So the sound. Of, so what? Lush oh, was, you're talking about. Okay, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about Montreal locally. Okay. There's there's 12% in a city that's complete Anglo and probably half the city that's bilingual enough. So there's enough people here to build a scene in terms of all of that stuff. All right. What are they like? Why do I say that? Because Lush one said, look at every single local city sound and it's an amalgamation of the other genres people like. And I was like, fucking A, right? Let's look at this. So on one side, you got Soka that's lit right now. On the other side, yeah. we got dance music that's lit right now. Jazz music has always been lit in our city. Metal punk is lit in our city. These are all facts. Dance hall. Yeah. Okay, I'm not as big on that side of it. Uh, but dance, dance hall is huge here. So, huge. DJ Bobby Payne, all his dance hall. I'm interviewing him. I booked him. Oh. Yeah, we got DJ Bobby people, Payne coming. Man. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to people, talk to everybody. That's, dance hall's a big thing too, man. Yeah. Um, to me, it's everybody, everything, right? Like, but what I realized is these are all vibes that a city already has, and a lot of it. When you go back to taking from other cities, let's say, well, maybe like a New York has a different amalgamation of core sounds that exist. Like the jazz is different, the this is different, everything's different. So when you take from a beat that's targeting an area like that, the regular people are less interested. Whereas if we could find a way to take the shit Montreal already likes and blend it into this Montreal hybrid and make that the sound. I'm not yeah. saying I'm right. This is literally shit I've been thinking about for like a month. 
but it is a different equation. But I think that's that's why my next two projects or next project is dance music, because I'm like, yo, the rave scene been like literally making bank thousand person type crowd shit for like the entire yeah. time. The hip hop scene is not. I have a dance music. I have a dance beat for you. Yo, straight up, send that. <laughs> I don't have money. I have a dance beat. Has to be a free beat right now. <laughs> Taxman's coming. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is, man. Let me clear up all that shit. We'll politic fight. Because we'll I'm like, yo, right we'll now, politics. Holden doesn't need paid beats. Maybe in the future. Maybe this year. <laughs> no, like, no, no. Because you know what it is? Is that, like, for example, like, how I'm paying everybody to work on this project is I'm giving everybody a beat. Mm. Okay. We'll talk, I guess. I don't know what politics means. <laughs> I can have a review. I'll review it. Well, I can't review my own project. Chris, Chris and Bonnie can review it. I'll promise them. Okay. 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 There we go. That would politic. Chris and Bonnie, I love y'all. <laughs> but uh, they have a job to do. No, nah, like, yo, there's no, there's no this without them. Mm-hmm. No this without them. It's the team again. That's yo, why I keep on. Just like yeah, yeah I don't there's know why no, there's no crossroad without Vince Price. Like people don't thank him enough at the end. They all thank me a lot, but they're not thanking Vince when they should be thanking Vince more than they're thanking me. Yeah. They're thanking you because you built the platform, but I know what you're saying. But Vince is it, like yo. He's putting in the work. Yo, shout out to Vince, so still, man. Like honestly, God, like to be spinning every week like that. Yo, we love it. I don't know how to describe it. It's the most amazing experience in my life is to build this crossroad movement. Straight up, straight up and down, like actually, now that you now that you actually say that like that, it's like, yo, you're actually right. Yo, because I mean, I can't do what he does. I can't do the cut the beat shit flow the shit yeah. I, can't, I can't do that now we shared the ownership of, of this like it's, it's like a proper partnership like it's an our brand thing so like yeah. it's not like a that's part of how it works though so it's like yo you just you know people worry so much about ownership it's the fucking goofy yo, i was watching t-pain if you don't watch t-pain daily my guy you're missing out on the greatest content i've ever seen this guy's like you know what's stupid in the industry and I'm like, that's such my style. I want to be T-Pain now. T-Pain is one of my yeah. new role models. That's why I'm like, yo, fuck that. Let's talk some real shit. Because I've been watching T-Pain yeah. last week. <laughs> but yeah, like, I forgot what I was about to say. I'm not going to lie. T-Pain. No, but I forgot what industry. I was about to say before the industry. What was, like, the specific shit? Fuck. I'll come back to me. Uh, uh, I can't it Yeah, it's done. Sometimes it'll pop in later on. Either way, it's, man. It's, it's the trees. Yeah, no, it's also like, just like, yo, man, I've been like. Also, a lot of things that's, that your brain's eating up right now. Nah, but it's also like sleep deprivation on the real. I don't know, man. Like, the sun's up at back, being up at like early, early, like six something. So, like, all of a sudden, I'm going to bed later and waking up like earlier. And I'm like, this isn't the smartest. Welcome to my time. I go to bed at like five. Yo, I can't, I'm not, I'm not work at nine. I wake up at like nine. I can't do that because I got to be awake for like two, two and a half hours before I smile. It's facts to me. It doesn't matter what other people is. I can't smile at like, yo, I can't even post on Facebook half the time in the morning because if I do, I delete this shit two hours <laughs> later because it's just some cranky. You'll sometimes see some cranky old man shit in the morning. And then I'm no. like, why did I write this? This is going to make me lose fans. It's not going to help me gain clout. People don't want to see me do all the negative. <laughs> nah, they like yeah. it when I'm like, cats and girlfriend. 
<laughs> yeah, but look, one thing I have realized is this. Um, they don't like when you are negative. Facts. However, if you have some real shit to say and it happens to, 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 to be extremely like that, not necessarily that controversial, but it's just like that real shit. Yo, you end up getting a lot of noise on that on, on that one right there. It's crazy. So I remember, for example, I remember I used to be a guy who used to like call out like when people were doing fake shit. <laughs> Fuck, I miss the yo, old days when I used to do shit. <laughs> yo, I used to be one of those. I used to, yo, I didn't, I didn't, yo, dog, I literally felt like I was one of those NFL reps. Yo, yo, this guy over here. I used to make big, yo, dog, I'd be like, yo, look at me, yo, yo. And I would literally like, I was a part, like, I guess you could say I was a part of that blacklisting thing. Sometimes, sometimes you have to. Okay. Sometimes you, like, straight up, listen, I've been through so many different things. Like, there was this one artist. Yeah, we're going to go nameless. Okay, cool. There's nah, this one no guy. Names. Don't do that to who me. Who was, no, nah, I don't even, I don't even, honestly, I don't even remember this guy's name. That's like, honest, honest truth. There's one guy, he, uh, Okay, so I was engineering. This was when I was uh, downtown at um, the studio that I, uh, yeah, studio. So when I I still worked it, I still worked it. I just happened to just build a thing at home so that way I have more, you know, more options. So when I was downtown, like primarily, um, I was working with uh, I was working with one artist, and I was working while I was still boys with other artists around town. Boom. So uh, the artist that I'm working with in the studio was like, yo, boom. Chas done, Chas blessed, this, this, this. I'm like, okay, cool. But there's problems with the audio. So I need you to get me the stems to this beat. So that way we can really finesse the beat and the song's done. Mm. All right, cool. I'm going to get it from the beat man still. All right, cool. All right. Yo, two weeks later, message man's like, yo, did you get the stems to the beat? Nah, I didn't get it yet. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it because the man said that uh, something happened to his hard drive and so he's not able to get me the stems to the beat. I said, huh? Okay. That's a bad sound. Okay. Okay. So that always stuck with me about this one guy. Now, about maybe two months later, I'm not recording these guys, but these are my, my boys that I was chilling with all the time. Um, they were going down to uh, another studio. And so they had recorded a couple tracks. And they came back to like, yo, Matik, yo, hear this track. Yo, this track's out great. Like, okay, cool. So they play the song. I'm like, oh, this sounds dope. But yo, you got to go get the stems and you got to be able to play with this 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 this, this beat, man. Because there's, there's some, you know, you want to, it's a little loud here. It's got a little bit extra bass here. You get, you want to, you want to, you know, want to round that up. Okay, cool. I'm going to message the man. I'm going to message him. And the same excuse comes up. Oh, I don't have the beat stems. Da, 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 da. Like something happened, my computer. Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay. So you have all these beats, and you have no stem. So I'm like, okay, this is a. This, I, I'm, I'm like, yo, now. So the first one was like my yellow, my like. I was still green, but it was like. It was regular green, so you still have to be careful if you're trying to turn. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna treat it like a traffic light, right? It was still green. Okay, no problem. But the second guy, you have no stems the second time? Okay, no, 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 no. And now that's a yellow light. Now that's a yellow light. Yo, tell me how. We rounded off like this. 
I go on on SoundCloud and I'm just chilling on SoundCloud, and one of the beats starts playing from another producer, Age. I said, uh, "Am I able to download this?" And I went and I went and I downloaded it and she went to straight. And I said, "This guy is going on SoundCloud, downloading people's beats and saying that he made them." Oh, hell no. Nah. You're not doing this to my motherfucking business. Yo, are you dumb? <laughs> yo, I swear I lost it. So, yo, like, I um, I ended up making a huge-ass post. Man, you know who tagged me in that post? Uh, somebody attacked me in that post the other day. Oh, my God. I don't, I'm not even trying. Not, yo, it's Yo, some oh, man. Anyway. Off-camera anyway, stuff. Not on cam. We got just, people watching. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Not let's saying just, names yeah, here. <laughs> you, know, you know why I'm positive. Wait a minute. No, no, no names. No names. <laughs> nah, yo, man. man. So, yo, because that's it, man. The second that happens, the second people really do that, like, yo, the other day somebody came on and they were like, I'm like, I had to say it like five times. Like, are you sure you want to say that? Like, it's just weird. Like, it's weird yeah. vibes, you know? Like, it's one thing to allude to it. It's one thing to talk about something because, like, you're trying to educate people to, like, be like, nah. Yeah. We need to, as a city or as a scene, understand the dynamics of how these systems interwork or shit. But, like, just to, like, snitch yeah. is weird. Ah! Ah! Yeah, I hear what you say. I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. And I, I mean, that's puts, why these scenarios... It puts me in a weird like position. I, I, yeah, exactly, exactly, and, we, and that's something that we can't really be jeopardized for, you know. So no, I hear what you mean. I hear what you mean, but it was just a really that was a really, really unique situation and scenario. So I ended up making a big long post on this one, and I ended up actually making a post on a, on a videographer that everyone actually uses right now, who uh, was buying beats at the time. I'm mean, not buying beats, but buying views at the time. Mm. Like straight up, one day I remember we went, we put out a music video, and then. Three days later, it was like, yo, like 13,000 views. We were like, yo. Man. Brands, we, that, yo, you got to also remember the times. Like, that's not, that's not to say it's okay to do it now, but it was not okay to do it then either. It was definitely not the thing to do them time. So I remember we ended up ousting him. And yo, dog, I'm, yo, I didn't, I don't, there are some bridges that I do not care if they're burned. Mm. There are some bridges not worth capping. Oh, hell no. I'm a big dude. And if you're a motherfucking wobbly ass motherfucking bridge, I can't be caught over there. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I like it. That's well done. Hell no. Hell no. So when I see wonky shit out of anybody, and, and it doesn't even have to only be music now. I'm just talking about life overall. If I see something that like, man. Eh, why do you move like, you know what? You're going to move like that sometime with me. Nope. Yeah. I know. Actually, that's it, man. I'm definitely... Because I get that. my peace is the most important thing that I realized that anybody could try to steal from. Mm, that's a big one, too. That's Not a... stealing my peace, man. Nah, I'm really into that. I mean, I, I'm going to that energy shit. That's why God's yep. the word I use for it. Like, people have energies. I'm like, I try to find energy. Now, it's not to say that even they're good and bad. I feel like it's more like certain energies vibe with certain energies. Mm -hmm. And I look for energies that I can vibe with now a lot more than 
other things like shout out to city bro that guy's like the homie for real like his energy my energy i feel like we just we just fucking vibe like it works True. somebody else in a completely True. set a skill set does the exact same life might just i don't know just feel different and i don't like it just it just doesn't feel right and i'm really like that's, I, the, that's the case even with me when i work <laughs> with artists mm. even when i work with artists i feel the energies of them because like remember you're coming to record with me so like i'm going to spend some time with you i will be feeling your energy mm. some energy of people is just like you know what i can't work with you anymore and it's not a disrespect thing it's not it's just your energy doesn't it, it rubs it i can't you know like i know i'm like mad susceptible to like certain kinds of negativity and it will make me turn into a wanker of some kind where i'm like like less like i prioritize the wrong things uh, in terms of where I should be investing my emotional energy. Like, it's, okay. it's really easy to get mad at shit. But it's really hard to get mad at the right shit. Or to find the right way to flip something to motivate you instead of lampooning into these, like, rumination cycles where you just literally... Like, you know, there are times where I swear I have sat there in the morning just being in a bad mood for three hours and did, like, nada. And then I'm like, yo, what am I doing? And I snap out of it and shit. But that's a real yeah. thing that happens. So it's like not less often, but like it's hard sometimes to prioritize where to put that energy and how to properly like work through that in a way where you're now doing something with it that's productive rather than feeding into these negative cycles that repeat themselves and thus attract other negative cycles with that law of attraction yeah, shit. Yeah. That's a very important aspect that you said right now. Mm. Me personally, that came with age. That came with, you know what I'm saying? Like the wise, the older I got, the wiser I got, the more I realized my energy is not, I am not dispelling my energies on anything negative. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Like, yo. And like, no. <laughs> I've been there. I've done that for, for long enough, you know, like. Once you've gone through those types of experiences, you tell yourself never again. And once you honestly are, are, are honest with yourself, you really mean never again, you're not going to go through it. Yeah. You're not going to put up with it. It's a work in progress. I look at a lot of these yeah. things sometimes like it's like battling addictions. I'm addicted to being in a bad mood sometimes. It's an addiction in my life and I learn how to manage it. And sometimes I'm real good at it. And sometimes I'm real bad at it. And that's the truth of it. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. I, I'm an addict though. Like with everything, like shit, look how much weed I smoke. It was everything though. I'm addicted to, to every chase. Every Look how often I go live. Like I don't do the middle ground very well. So for yeah, me, it'll never yeah. be like, there will never be a, a switch. It will always just be like a direction with back and forth for the rest of my life on most topics. I don't have it in me See? to just be that person. But that's that's the, the truth is, is there are people that can do what you're describing. I just want yeah. to represent the other side where it's like, nah, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I don't think it'll because I might do it today. Yeah. And then I might equally make the choice to switch back in three months. And that's also facts. I can't tell you that I won't change because it's really easy. It's not hard to convince myself to do most things, good or bad. Buddy, it's very easy for me to convince myself to sit down and relax and 
yo, Matik, you're going too hard. Yo, Matik, yo, breathe easy. It's easy to sit there and tell myself that. It was very but hard for me to do that. <laughs> it's easy. The harder, like, but the thing about it is that my dreams are bigger than that. Mm, I really, yeah, is my it... dreams are way bigger than me sitting down and relaxing. That's why you barely, that's why you barely catch me sleeping. There are times in my, that, that like, there are times that are in my, throughout my life where I was, I was active throughout the, like most of the day. Right. So like, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, let's say like, I don't know. There were times where I was up for 48 hours, you know, like doing different things, right? Like, so that thought process and the amount of time that that has set a part of my life, I can now go two, three days with no sleep and just do whatever it is that needs to be done for that amount of time. Yeah. I'm jealous. I will literally get sick it's not like a mental power thing i mean if i don't get enough sleep for more than it's science it's my life my body tells yeah. this to me every single time like even now i'm a little because i'm sleep deprived and i promise you there's yeah. a chance that like i'm i'm like i'm on the verge of sick just on some like i can't i need x amount of hours whatever whatever and so i've always been envious of people who can really go like that sleepless with it like the, the, what are you I've gone maybe three and a half days. Okay. Yo, you don't even want to see me on day two. Like, I'm a miserable <laughs> fucker. Like, I'm so bad at that. Like, I really, like... It, but it, that's it. Like, whatever gets you to achieve maximum efficiency. Exactly. It's all about efficiency, right? That's yeah, all that's about, how like... You do My God, This do is it. what the goal is. And I'm sorry. I have big goals, so I know that I cannot spend eight hours a day sleeping. Mm. But I know for myself... If I don't sleep, I will take longer to do things. So by sleeping, I can do things so much faster that I can give mm -hmm. myself to sleep. Yeah. Within reason. Yeah. Lately, it's whatever. I, I hear know. that. So that's the other. That's the flip side to that. Like I can tell you that like sleep deprived me. I make worse decisions in a micro. Okay. So so like the yeah. man i get you on the goal shit man sometimes man, also like usually if i'm like sometimes you also just want to chill for a minute too and the only time to chill for a minute is like 11 47 p.m no you know okay, man. you don't have to that's what my me. brain is like i'm like in a beat somewhere somewhere you know like or i'm like uh i'm a, I'm, I'm happy because i don't have neighbors that like Hey, you're being too loud. I can be making beats at two o'clock in the morning and I'm good. There's a kid that lives there, so we feel bad. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, can't I understand that. that. I live I live around like I'm not even trying to like talk down to them, but I live around a bunch of like old folks, so like they're in bed early and they have no problem sleeping. Mm. We get to hear their recorder progress. They upgraded to like a flute thing, a clarinet or something. So I'm like Fair enough. Hey. Respect. Hey. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I swear, like, uh, my move to Toronto is what really taught me a lot, though. Okay. Um, I did have a question, though. Um, uh, sorry, it's Ismail's question. I didn't want to forget that. So, also, a comment from Mr. Flacco, Liddy Bro. Liddy, Liddy Bro. Man, I can't even say it on my own show. Uh, <laughs> we're here. <laughs> 
middle ground i nap one to three hours stay going across days wake but i can't flat out not sleep any at all past 48 hours so like two days is his limit ismail yeah. wants to know how you go two hour two days with no sleep man i keep saying liddy blow <laughs> I don't know. It's I, I have a lot of energy. Yeah. I have a lot of energy. Um, it's always been a thing for me. I've always just been a really rowdy, really you know, energetic kind of person. So like, it's yeah. just. I swear, if my happens. body didn't get sick, my guy, I would just never sleep either. But like, it's a sickness thing. Yeah, it just happens. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's just you know because of the time in my life at the time when like you know. When you, when you're making different sacrifices to make other things work, that's exactly what it was. And so it was like a matter of like, you know what, sleep. I'll do that later. But to be fair, I I do get up early and get going proper. You know, like yeah. I, I do optimize yeah. my days. I, I, yeah. I do a whole fuck ton. But Same like, way how we have many conversations before nine o'clock. That's true. So like, I'm, you can see, I'm like, I'm ready to go. Like like yeah. that but i found like i was yeah. actually able to write songs faster in the morning than at night it wasn't so much that yeah. i felt more creative but i was faster and that has to do with some decision making per day metric i found one time and i thought about it so if you have x amount of decisions you can make per day it was like obama or something and why he doesn't pick suits or whatever so he less decisions and they all keep saying that shit. so i'm like okay so clearly the number of decisions you make in a day has like a finite amount, right? That you can process properly. So the most important decisions I can make to me is my songwriting. So I should write in the morning before I go to work because after I go to work, my energy is completely different. That wasn't fully the smartest choice. I basically wrote an album on the way to work. It came out a certain vibe. It's actually a cool experience to be honest with you not a happy yeah. album so then i learned that yeah. if i'm writing albums at like eight o'clock when i'm kind of stoned it's like yo this is more fun and the whole vibe is different and i'm like yo this is it's crazy exactly, to play with exactly that's why sometimes for example my um even when i would work at the studio right like when i was down when i would be working at the studio downtown when i had daytime session a whole other flex than when i had my sessions after eight mm. You know, like, uh, there was that point where I was working every night, like, all, every single night. I'm like, okay, it's cool. It's dope. Get home every day at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, like, that would be dope. But, like, now I'm at a point where I'm like, no, but I mean, like, I want to I want to be more creative myself for, for like, what I want to do. Mm. So it's I pretty good. Now I have the label, and now that I'm, like, pushing different things that we're, we're, we're working on. Like, I'm like, yes, my peoples are in Toronto and I'm pushing out their music. That's, that's a, that's a golden opportunity right now. That's a golden opportunity. Like the music that we work on over there is like, it was amazing. Cause like we started, we started this push in December, this past December. And it started off with a song called salad from my boy Philly. And that song, we, we just started there. We just started to push out like a song a month just to just to maintain, you know? And it's 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 doing what it's doing, man. It's, it's working, it's, it's doing what it's doing. Like, I myself have a lot of different people who's like in the States looking out for me differently now than, than even in Montreal. Mm. Like, because of the fact that I have my beat store, 
now different people are searching my name differently. So it's just like, it's, it's fun, man. Like I have fans in different places and also because I was running ads last year too. So it's just like big spaces everywhere. You know, you just got to roll them all in. And that's why I'm, I'm focused right now on that this year. Big year, man. Yeah, I agree. I sorry, I just had to comment when you said the NYC thing, my boy, like New York or whatever. I don't know, maybe it was just fighting to something else and I was just misreading it. I don't fucking know. It's late. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. I'm having a great fucking time. I guess he was talking about someone else and I just misread this shit, man. Anyway. Yo, it's good. It's like fucking long streams. It's a great time. Honestly, I think we should I'm getting hungry. That's the facts of it. My tummy is dying to kick in for. You're getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> we nah, can tell it, man. We nah, there's no fucking oh, way we're getting off. The, there's a couple of things. I've called chats to have still. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna be talking about tickets still for a minute. No, nah, maybe we should, uh, you know, like it's, it's a good one. We'll talk again in the futures. Yeah, man. We have we have a lot of different like. We're gonna have a few of these, man. We're gonna have a few of these, nah, and man. it's gonna be pretty good though too because, like, as I said, like. With uh, 514 Online Mix, it's going to be a really amazing thing, too, because now, like, I've got my hand now reaching into, like, a radio pot. Mm. Yeah, this is uh, a lot happening here. I like the fact that you're doing all these things, too. I like the fact that, like, even since we last talked in three months, whatever, because, yo, it was January something that you came through, for real. Like, it was that long ago. But even in that three-month span of time, you were able to add to the arsenal uh, accomplishments that you put on. You've already, in that time span, launched out this new group project thing that you're curating, branched out into backing into getting these people on their radio shows. Yeah. All these, well, I don't know what else you've done, really. It's been three months. Yeah, man, like, pushing the name of the game is try to help people get to wherever they're trying to get to. Even- and be honest about it. Mm. Don't have, don't like some... Some most of the time I'm not expecting anything back. They just end up having to give me loyalty. I like that a lot. I respect that. <laughs> That's well said. They just end up having to give me loyalty, and I'm not asking for it, but it's here. You know, I have a lot of people in my life that I've known for like over 20 years, and I've never had a headache with any of them once. It's a big respect. We talked a bit about that earlier with the customer services and stuff. It's very important for me to be, um, yeah, like, I don't I don't care if I'm liked. I don't care if, like, people like me. Ah. <laughs> nah, the number one thing is, like, do you respect what I do? Do you respect my business mindset? Do you, you don't have to be even, you don't even have to be a client or a customer. Just listen, this is a, this is a, this is something new here. Hmm. This is something new here. This is something you ain't ever seen. I'm like, I like that aspect of it, and that's that's why I am the way that, you know, I am. Knowledge is an interesting thing. Uh, let's see. Oh think. hell yeah! Like I've never been worried about like sharing ideas because I'm like I don't know. I think of a lot of things, <laughs> like every day. <laughs> so that's I'm number like, one. But number two is this: even if you give somebody else an idea. They will never be able to achieve it the way that you would. Nah, I just look at it even differently. You can maybe even achieve all my ideas better than me. You'll come up with another one that's better. 
That yeah. was your idea. Doesn't so that's even, the pinnacle. It's not even better. I just know? will never stop coming up with ideas. So I might. That's how I feel yeah. about it. Yeah. Like it's more like that. Like whereas, so it's like cool. I'll share every piece of knowledge I have now, and then I'll learn more, and then I'll share that knowledge, and then I'll learn more. I and hear then some. I'll share that knowledge. <laughs> and then in the process of that, I'm certain a lot of beautiful things will happen because that methodology has done really a lot in the last couple of months, like last year of my life. I would say just sharing knowledge. Yeah. Pff, I don't know. That's interesting shit. My entire life has been this, bro. <clears throat> but yo, for real, I want to keep. I want to keep it running, but like, I definitely don't have the energy to be on cam no more to the same degree of quality control that I have because my tummy is like fuck you, and I know there's food over there and shit, and I'm like dying. So I apologize. Buddy, I really. I have- Pop, popcorn chicken that I got waiting for you, man. Nah, I feel that shit, man. So, yo, like, I appreciate all of you watching, too. I appreciate you, Meticulous. You're a wonderful person, and I look forward to everything that we're going to do. Um, y'all make yeah, sure the links have been flowing through the chat a bit. The people watching in the future, like, his link tree is there. It's got, like, 18,000 fucking links in it. Pick a service. It's got a specialized blobbly blobbly. It's all there. All the things he does. And it's a lot of things that he does. So you should peep that shit. Um, Meticulous.ca has it all. That's it. Meticulous.ca is probably quicker than the link tree. But the link tree visualizes everything you do with, like, a lot of stuff, right? Whereas the other thing goes there. No, when I click on your link tree, you people don't know this. I, I'm kind of like looking at a lot of link trees lately. Your link tree is... For people who don't have a website. Nah, for real. All the social medias are like flagging it. I mean, you need an alternative. Like it literally gives you error messages off of TikTok and shit saying, do you trust this website? And your conversion rates are going to drop like crazy. Find the new site before it. I've seen it on uh, fucking Instagram already. So like flip the fucking link tree to a new site that effectively is link tree. Um... I'm using Linktree here. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm doing it myself. I use but... Linktree online too, but meticulous.ca is like my Linktree. No, no, I hear you. I just meant like when I clicked your Linktree though, it was like, whoa. It was literally like a list. A list like yeah. this. Most people have like a, even like the, usually the OnlyFans people have the most on their Linktree, more than the rappers and stuff. Meticulous is like a rapper plus an OnlyFans number of links put together. Stop this guy. Yo, stop this. I just like this, you know, rapper producer. I know we have a link Yo, tree, is <laughs> But it was the social media sites that have it in the link in bios that was blocking it. I saw it. That's the only place I've seen it blocked. So, given that's the case, it does affect your CTR, and you know I'm right. So, like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, 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 no doubt about it. But, no uh, doubt about it, man. I would, that's why, just something I saw. It was like somebody else's thing. I don't know why. But it was a real thing. Maybe it is another site. I to me, it's like not a huge concern in my life. It's just the people who really want to know will click. Yeah, fuck it, because everybody knows what Linktree is. Anyway, thank y'all for watching too, though. All of you, like it's so encouraging. Everybody, I see critical there. Ismail, Golden Jenny, uh, Liddy, Bro, Flacco. I should I should say his name the best. Bonnie's somewhere around there. Bonnie made fries and shit while this was happening. She was like, she's the best for real. Um. Everybody out there that's in the future watching, you're all so wonderful. Uh, I do mean that from the bottom of my heart. On that note, uh, definitely want to say the like, subscribe, and all that crap. 
Special thanks to the patrons, Ismail Gadam, Secrets Pilot, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, Linda Limbs, Scribbler, Dope, the support we do. If you on Amazon, if you have Amazon Prime on Twitch, you can hit that subscribe for free and give me money. And twitch.tv slash behind that suit for people in the future. No, patreon.com slash behind that suit. Fuck that plug up for the people in the future watching this. On that note, everybody, we're going to raid somebody from Golden Jenny's recommendations, drum beat tent. I don't know how to say that. So, yo, live long and prosper, everybody. I fucking appreciate y'all.